Hey, what's going on, guys? I hope everybody had a happy Thanksgiving. I know it probably looked a little bit different than previous years, but that just seems to be how 2020 is going. We're on our home stretch to December now, and then we shall find out what that holds. Anyways, I had a great time talking with our guest today. She's smart, she's articulate. She's not afraid to voice her opinion, and I just felt like we had a great conversation. I think you guys will really like it. So please give it up for Jocelyn Washington Murphy. for four years and then we quit our jobs because it's gonna be our yes year and so we kind of searched for jobs for a little bit and I was working at health sport and I got hired at Eureka City Schools and I trained for that and I literally worked one day and then March 7th I think or March 8th they said we're shutting down because of corona we'll be back next month and then hadn't and then I was laid off that job and laid off the health sport and so I've been home ever since wow yeah well not home but you know home <laughs> are you getting do you hear anything in your headphones like for me no no i don't hear anything either wow that's fun <laughs> uh, this is all part of the experience. the growing pains experience yes, yes. okay now there, I hear you. there we it. go okay got is that got too it. loud is that good no that's good yeah okay well Still, we're still getting the growing pains <laughs> aspects exactly. out. Okay, so what were you doing at the school? What did they train you for? Yeah, so, well, actually, briefly, I had this whole idea in my head when I quit Adele's. I was like, I'm going to work at the casino because that sounds glamorous. Good money. And so I quickly supposedly. got hired. Yeah, I quickly got hired at the casino. Was not glamorous at all. <laughs> Waiting on people blowing smoke in my face all day. and Yeah, that could get a little old. Yeah, and I worked there from 6 p.m. to 2 a.m. Oh. Yeah, and while I was going to school, so... I quickly quit that job and this whole time working at Health Sport and then I got hired at Eureka City Schools to work in the after school program and that was really cool. After school program, okay. Kind of like I used to go to the after school program for years. So to be a leader in the after school program, I was like excited for that. Oh, that would have been awesome. <laughs> yeah. And so I, yeah, I did the training for that a couple of days and then I was there one day on my own and then they sent us home for COVID and I'm wow. like, we'll, we'll be back and... Joke's on us. Yep. yep. <laughs> wow. Oh, that must be so frustrating. Yeah. I feel like everybody went into 2020 thinking, okay, like this is going to be a good year. We're in the 20s. Exactly. Like, all of us were 21. Like this was going to be our decade. Kinda. Everybody's supposed to graduate this year. Yeah. And look for nope, jobs. <laughs> nope. Completely flipped the world upside down. Yeah. Everything. I mean, the last since the last time we talked, everything's different. Like, <laughs> like this is not the world anybody thought it was going to be in high school. No. By far. No. Yeah, for sure. So were you... You're not doing anything then work-wise. Well, not necessarily. I mean, as far as like, I, I, know, I watch my siblings and stuff for like under the, under the table money or whatever, but I've been, I've always worked like two jobs. I had two jobs throughout um, like college my first couple years and I worked at Adele's waitressing like five days a week. So I'm used to being so, so busy. And so I really had no intention of staying home. And then they're like, okay, you're laid off both jobs. So I applied for unemployment and then I got extra boosts of unemployment and then oddly which is so effed up our world is I made more on unemployment in six months than I did like at my jobs for yeah. years 
So I was like, okay, I guess I'll stay home because, I mean, I'm COVID's out there anyways. And so after that, I mean, that, that ended this summer. So I've kind of just been trying to figure out a way to get into a job that I want to do mm-hmm. and that is like relevant. Yeah. And like if I want to go back to school, I'm not sure. But what about you? How did you end up coming back? I was going to school in New York oh, wow. for a little bit. And then it was our spring break, I think, mm-hmm. in March. Mm-hmm. And that's when everything kind of started hitting the U.S. And people were like, okay, yeah. maybe we need to take this seriously. Yeah. So I came home for spring break. There had been like inklings across campus that, oh, they, they might shut down the school. But yeah. nobody thought that was even possible. We were like, no. that's not – that's nothing. So I came back. And the a day or two before I was supposed to fly back, the school sent out emails saying, yeah, we're shut down. Jeez. We're going to go to distance learning. Everyone's got to be off campus. You have to come get your shit and get out. And I was like, oh my God. So I went out there. I got my stuff, came back here. Thought it was just going to be for the rest of that semester. Then now it's this. It's going to be next semester. It's definitely been, I think it threw everybody for a curveball. I mean, this is just so outside the realm of what anybody really thought was going to happen. I mean, I didn't, I know you didn't anticipate being back. I didn't anticipate coming back. There's so many different situations that yeah. have been going on like we're we graduated four years ago so a lot of people are looking for jobs like you were in school and I'm sure not in anticipating paying for like online school right and I'm I wasn't I wasn't in, I'm not good with online school like I need to be in yeah I don't like it I'm yeah, not a fan I bet there's just a different feeling from being there and like sitting in a classroom and watching yeah. your professor talk to just being on a screen. I get so distracted. It's not even funny. Oh, me too. Like I'll start watching a lecture and then like 20 minutes in, I'm on my phone. I'm watching some other video. I'm doing yeah. something else. It's just, it's a train wreck. It's rough. <laughs> what were you going to CR for? Well, CR, I've been kind of chipping away at, um, I'm getting my associates in communications. Okay. And so oh, yeah, nice. I probably have like about a semester left, but it's just kind of going back. And yeah. With everything going on. Yeah. They're probably yeah. online too, obviously. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 What did you want to do with that? I'm I'm not entirely sure yet. Mm-hmm. Like still waiting for something to yeah kind of hit you. It's kind of floating, kind of hoping to find something out. But then this year kind of rolled through and yeah, <laughs> yeah it's got to be hard. Yeah, going from being as busy as you were, especially to just mm-hmm. okay now we're living like a stagnant lifestyle yeah. for the moment. Like it's like stay home, don't yeah, do anything. There's don't nothing go to do. Anywhere. Yeah, you can't go anywhere. You can't. I think the restaurants are closed. Yeah. For indoor dining again. So even if I wanted to work or dine or do anything. Yeah. And like we we turned twenty one. I mean my my twenty first birthday I was in Vegas. Like I wanted to have that same sort of year, but you can't do any of that when this yeah. is going on. Yeah, Vegas is not the place yeah. you want to be right no, now. No, no. What exactly. did you think when you went? Oh like I had fun. Yeah. And I was actually there for only like a day and a half it was like 48 hours because right before my sister's wedding oh no and so i was getting like hate from her like flack you should be focusing on being my maid of honor why are you in vegas i'm gonna celebrate a little bit yeah yeah vegas is is cool i went there for my 21st oh yeah yeah. and i was like oh man this is yeah i almost i was so close to going to school in vegas just because i was like hot as heck (laughs) it's insane and they had like a all the grasshoppers or the locusts. Oh Did you see the pictures of that? Yeah. The streets were just covered. I was like, oh, oh dodged a yeah. bullet for that one. Yeah. I think it's the place where you would want to go just for like two days. Yeah. We were, yeah. We were talking about like, oh, we can live here, but like not for longer than a year, like six months to a year yeah. like, until you're like. You can get a little burnout. Yeah. But it was, sure. it's cool. No, it's it definitely really cool. being able to walk down the street, drinking your drink mm-hmm. and not have to worry about anything and everybody's just having a good time yeah that was like the antithesis of where we are now where it was like yeah 
okay lock your doors stay away yeah. from people everyone's got this weird mentality now where you just you gotta isolate yeah and, now you watch movies and you're like where's their mask like right or <laughs> commercials so and then now. you see the mask and you're like oh this is now it's like a this new accessory yeah match with your outfit it's a completely it's just so different it's just so different everything is so weird yeah. and the fact that we're going back into a lockdown again or semi shutdown, whatever you want to call it. It's just weird. Like, it's just a weird time. I yeah. keep thinking, this is such a weird time to be alive. Yeah. And then especially when, like, you're a young adult and then you had the tensions of this year. And, like, we graduated high school and the first election happened. And now there's this election. And then piling everything else on top. And we're like, when do we get a normal, like, time to yeah. figure this what out? What would normal even look like? I don't know. What yeah. we read about. What we heard yeah, about. Right? Like, what we were taught. <laughs> What our parents had, I don't know. That's and the election. Speaking of which, which it's, is like still going on. Yeah, it's still going on. <laughs> I, I, what are your thoughts on all that? I don't know. It's it's crazy. It's. Just... I can't believe I, I didn't anticipate him to make any of it easy. You know, Trump. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm surprised he's hanging on this hard. Yeah, I'm surprised That's... we haven't heard more honestly from him. Oh really? Yeah. He has been kind of yeah silent, yeah. hasn't he? Yeah. For the most, especially I mean, the past week. Yeah, aside kinda... from his like social medias and stuff, but yeah, it's it's interesting. I I didn't anticipate. I know, like, I try and watch when I do watch the news. I try and watch. I'll turn on, you know, NBC when I want to watch something heartfelt because they, they'll throw that in there. Yeah. But you turn on, I'll turn on Fox to like spice things up just to see what they have to say, and just you know their projections and everything it didn't go how they thought it was going to go and not even close and but it's really cool that it's they've had the most people vote yes that ever could or ever have in the midst of everything going on yeah that's a really good sign yeah i knew it was going to be close mm -hmm. and i thought the polls were going to be off yeah kinda like they were yeah. i kind of anticipated that but i didn't anticipate the numbers yeah no that was definitely a shock have you seen the show the politician it's on Netflix. Oh, no, I haven't. Uh, randomly, side note. But it's like a it's a cool show. It's kind of about high school kids in their own election. But they, they do a lot of polling in it. And they there was an episode. I was watching this while the election was going on. And they did an episode. And they were polling all the high school kids who they are going to vote for. And they were totally off. And it's very dramatic. And then it kind of reflected in the election. We're like hearing that Biden's going to win by these huge numbers in these states and this and that. And that did not, not happen. Not even close. Not even close. Oh, man. It's, it's weird. Yeah. It's weird. And then and it, to just have it still be going on. And yes. When you're watching it, it was like watching a, I don't even know, when the votes are just being counted and it's taking so long. Even I remember being a kid and you hear on election night who the president is. Yeah, like, not this time. Not this time. Not this time. We're two weeks out from it yeah. and still, I mean, we know yeah. who won yeah. at this point. Yeah, it just but a means of how to it. get there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting, you know? <laughs> When and if they finally swap out to see what he does. I think he's going to do something. I think yeah. he's going to go on TV, well, start up another channel, yeah. do something. I don't see him fading away. I don't think so either, even though I think people tend to forget that he is like 75 years old. But <laughs> um, there's people talking about his potential of running in 2024. I've heard that. And I'm like, he got, what, like 70 million votes this time or something like that? Crazy? He could do it. He could. That's the scary part. Regardless of how you feel yeah. politically, the scary part is like we are so divided. Yeah. And like looking at this election, you can see that like 70 million people voted this way, 70 million people voted this yeah. way. And it's like. But still, regardless of who takes over, even if even if like say they were 
say Trump was reelected, that's still seven, you know, however million millions of people that are really upset. Yeah. So, yeah. And then it's either way. So. I thought it was going to be I thought people were going to be protesting a little bit. I'm surprised to not see that. I thought that. it was kind of interesting the way I don't know. I wouldn't want to say that they wanted it, but like the way that they put in, up so many like measures to prevent True. it. Yeah, like, they put a, a fence around the White House, oh, didn't yeah. they? Another fence or yeah. something? Yeah, and they uh, boarded up all sorts of buildings, took stuff down, like took out artifacts. I don't know. I saw stuff. It's just crazy. But I guess comparing to what went down over over the summer, but and this is something that people were voting on, so it's mm -hmm. kind of interesting that. I thought there was going to be such such up uproar. I'm kind of proud of us that there hasn't been yeah. so far. Yeah, we've kind of people are exhausted. <laughs> I think that's it. I think yeah. everyone's so tired mentally, physically. Yeah. We're all done with COVID. Yeah, and everyone just is like, okay, we gotta yeah. we gotta do something. But it feels like we're waiting for the other shoe to drop, doesn't no, it? Or is sure. that just me? Am yeah. I just well being home? Like I like I said, I was home and I didn't have much else to do. I went to all but like two of the local protests and get-togethers that went on oh, here really? for like. Black Lives Matter and George Floyd, and then after um, uh, Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away, and then like all of them, yeah. You so been... spoke at one, didn't you? Did I hear that or no? Yeah, I spoke. I might. I spoke at a couple of them. I spoke at the one in Ferndale, and um, there was uh, one more in Eureka. But yeah, how was that experience? Oh, and the Ruth Bader Ginsburg one. It was really cool just to see how many people are. I mean, you never really doubt it in this county, like seeing how many people are. Um, you know pro you know like black lives matter issues and lgbtq and that sort of thing but it, it's cool to see those people come out and it kind of does give you not like a mob mentality but like but like it's cool to be around other people your age and see that like there's ideas and, and accomplishments that you can do like at one point um i was in this march and it was to hsu because of uh, some students there that had posted some like just racist crap oh, I on think I heard about yeah that. on tiktok yeah. and there was so many hsu students that came out to like support that and and show that you know it was not as oh. as far as like how many people you think that would just be like oh this is dumb it's just a video it was cool to see how many people are supportive and against like that kind of thing going on at the school yeah i don't think anything was actually i don't know if anything was actually done but oh, yeah i haven't heard anything about i heard that's one of the unfortunate things the reaction that, yeah and then I never heard anything after. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I was talking. Who was I was talking to somebody on the podcast about that when it first hit? Um, because that's weird, especially for humble state. Yeah. Like you wouldn't express. Yeah. You wouldn't expect someone to express those kind of sentiments. Yeah. And. Well, especially with their whole, they have um, you know, their whole uh. Josiah Lawson, Justice for Josiah, that going yeah, that on. Was an, yeah, that was located too. Yeah, so that going on simultaneously, you'd think they'd be a little more. But who knows? Maybe they did. Yeah, it's it's hard touching subjects like yeah. that, especially for school administration. I get that. Yeah. Because people are going to be pissed either way. Exactly. And like you're just trying to teach kids and you want everyone yeah. to have a good time and everyone to be cool with each other. But yeah. we're all people and people have wild and it's ideas. like what extent because i understand because like we grew up with vine and stuff and i understand like yeah. some set like some stuff's like funny and i understand people having a sense of humor and posting things this and that but there's like an extent and there's like it's like how far do you go do you go after these people is there a like a limit is there that's do the line right like yeah. how do you how much is too much and where 
where do you justify drawing the line? Yeah. That's and that's kind of what scares me about like looking out into the world today is because it doesn't seem like there is a line. No, it goes as far as anything, like not even just social media, but like even if you're looking at the news or anything, you try and watch or the media or who our candidates are, there is no line. Like watch the debate. There's no line yeah. <laughs> drawn. The debate was just they were just slinging mud at each other. I for... just watched the bad lip reading version of it on YouTube where they put. Oh, I haven't their seen own. that. I hadn't seen it either. It was pretty funny. Not much different than the real thing. I bet. Yeah. That's so. That's so sad. I was talking to my parents about it. I think, and I was like, "This is like, this is our broadcast to the world of like, okay, this yeah. is the direction we're going. And regardless yeah. of how you feel about the person, like, we could at least be cordial up on that stage. Yeah. And well, it's crazy because I watch YouTubers, you know, that are in other countries or britain or whatever and they're like i'm just praying for america right now you guys seem like you're really going through it and i'm like wow we're the ones that i watched trevor noah and he was talking about i i never thought it would be not an african country that's talking about like somebody not leaving there it's insane yeah it's It's so insane (laughs) it would be really cool if like if you could like i would love to go sit in on brisu's class right now and just listen to him go off about what is happening right now be like, Pursue, how are you feeling about this? Yeah. What do you think is going to go on? Yeah. But I don't I don't think anybody knows. I think we're all just waiting for no. what's going to happen. But the line thing, it's weird, right? Because, like, you want people to be better. Yeah. And you want them to do better. Yeah. And it feels like we should give them the opportunity to do exactly. that. Which is, I think we yeah. should. But you get these people that, like, as soon as they get a lead on something, like, they're going to... Yeah. They're going to drag you down yeah. as hard as they can. Yeah. Not necessarily, not justifying what that girl did, but just in the world, it seems like everyone's so on edge. Yeah. That you slip up once. No. It's going to be a But it's also fall. like, I was just talking to my roommate, Sindel, about this because, you know, she's white, whatever. She <laughs> hangs out with me. I'm her best friend. I'm biracial. And I was talking about, because I think, I don't know what that specific, well, that, well, that specific HSU incident, there wasn't. It wasn't directed towards black people, but like I was saying that they use, you know, the the N-word a lot in songs that become popular on TikTok and then songs that are number one on the radio. And I was like, when nobody's around, do you sing the word? Like, cause it rhymes and and she was like, Well, it's hard not to, but obviously I don't I don't mean I would never mean it that way, but it it's also like, but it is in our pop culture and everything, and there is that back and forth, like, oh, but you can't say it, but it's in the songs. Not that I think that that's a thing we should be debating about but it is that where that line is kind of drawn it's like where do you where do you do yeah what do you do with that what do you do with that yeah do we what do keep... you what do you think of that i i think it's it's just interesting that they don't i i i personally don't say it really but i think it's interesting that it is so prevalent in pop culture but they're like don't Say it. Say it. Yeah. But I can understand how it would be hard not to. If mm-hmm. it's rhyming with things and it's put in every other song, I could see how it would be hard not to. But at the same time, can we cancel these people and tear them completely down because they said something that was in a song that's number one? I don't know. It's, it's that line again. It's weird, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That one's that's hard. Like, there's I don't even know how you go about unpacking that because there's yeah. so much, there's so much emotion and history tied to that word yeah for sure yeah for sure but like you said it is it's pop culture Mm -hmm. especially in hip-hop and rap music like that it's just there yeah 
And then it's like a weird divide where it's like, okay, you can listen to this song. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to let you listen to this song. Yeah. But don't, when you, when you like get to that part, when you get to that part, you got to stop. You got to yeah. just shut it down. It's weird. That girl, the HSU girl, she, she made a video saying the N-word, right? That's who we're talking about? No. That, that specific incident, it wasn't her. She, that, she made a joke about ice. Oh, I didn't, TikTok. oh, I didn't see that one. Yeah. And it was like, um to the it was like a tiktok or something and it said to the kids Hispanic, i don't know i don't even know but it said she played the song ice ice baby like they ice was coming and so it got a lot of people upset at the um upset at her her oh yeah. i i did not hear about that one. Oh yeah oh wait 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 wait! i might be getting my protest mixed up here that that is that was our that was our high that girl was our kata high the one at um, the one at HSU, yes, yes, she did use the N-word. It was her and uh, I believe two other guys. It was a cheerleader and um, I think some other guys on the sports team. Oh, I there. didn't know she was. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. And they were going back and forth. It was a Snapchat video. They were talking about uh, a girl with acne, a black girl with acne. And they were saying she was like dirty and this and that. And they sent it back and forth and that was crazy. But Oh, Jesus. Yeah. In that type of situation, there's like, yeah, I don't know. What do you, I mean, wh- how, what do you do? Exactly. Do you just ex- do you expel her and you know? But then there's like the the level. I think they found out that like she's going for criminal justice. Like that was her thing. Oh, is she really? Yeah. And so people would say, you know, we don't want people like that in the criminal justice system. That but at the same harder, time, right? it's like this person is. They'll be like, oh, she is twenty, but it is we're we're, we're that age. Like, do we know better? I don't know. That's you the hard part, right? So. Yeah. Some people don't, though. But some people don't. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Some people are still learning. Yeah. But criminal justice, that's hard because you obviously wouldn't want her to have sentiments like that yeah. going into that position. But then, again, with the line, I mean, we could go back and forth all day. I feel like we're like the generation where our parents or generations before that didn't necessarily need to worry so much about something that would come back up and like yeah. haunt them because there wasn't social media. There wasn't cameras all everywhere all the time and so you could maybe joke with your friends or send this snapchat or say this one word and it wouldn't that people wouldn't be you know when you're attempting to get your degree they wouldn't say oh look what happened 10 years ago or look what you know we're gonna hold this against you i mean is it good that we have that now or bad i don't know in some situations that's a really good point yeah because now everything is documented yeah for better and worse yeah exactly for better because sometimes you catch people doing things that shouldn't have happened in the first place. But then like for this girl or something less, like maybe she made a TikTok doing something dumb. Yeah. And then she's trying to get a job and then you yeah. have that. Like yeah. how do you Or like this is like taking it a step further, but and maybe like, I don't know, appropriate. But like our generation, there's a lot of like I feel like people send a lot of pictures back and forth. And with our parents' generation, they'd be like, Oh, we found nude photos of so and so. We have to take her out of the Senate, da, 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 take so-and-so, he's doing this and that. But in 20 years, if that happens, I mean, we've all had Snapchats for 15 years. And it's like, where's the line drawn on that That's type true. of thing? You never know. And with OnlyFans and everything now, yeah. I think our our whole, you know, interpretation of sexuality has changed so much, even from when we were kids. Oh, yeah. Like, if you would have said, oh, there's going to be a site like only fans or like snapchat where people are just yeah. sending nudes back and forth to each other i'd be like that's never gonna yeah. happen like somebody's gonna shut that down yeah. that's not gonna be a thing yeah but it, everybody uses it yeah and then there's that whole debate it's like when do we stop using snapchat and stuff 
because we've had it since we were like 12, I don't know, 13, 14. Yeah. Are we going to be 80 still yeah. Are we still going to be sending? Is that going to be our main form God, of communication? Be... But I don't know when you stop because, I mean, my sister's 30 and she Use she still Snapchat? has a Snapchat. Like, yeah, I have a Snapchat, yeah. My sister's 29 and she just got a Snapchat. I didn't have a Snapchat all through high school, actually. Like, oh, really? I got, like, Snapchat scared me. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't want to get it's too much power. unwarranted stuff. And so I didn't get it till I was a senior and then got Snapchat. I feel like that's a problem mm-hmm. for girls because mm-hmm. you guys get unsolicited dick yeah. pics and yeah. stuff. Like, I've, I've never, when I was debating getting Snapchat, I never was like, oh man, somebody's going to send me pictures I don't want. No, I, I had a Snapchat. I got a dick pic my freshman year and I deleted my whole Snapchat. Damn. And I didn't get it back until I was a senior. So Damn. I don't know how these kids do it. <laughs> That's wild. That is just like, like even hearing you say that, like I'm just not surprised. Yeah, yeah no. Which is weird. And I've, I've, it's got to be worse now. Yeah, I would not want to be going through no. middle school or high school now no. with Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook. TikTok. TikTok. I don't even have a TikTok. Yeah. I drew the line at TikTok. I TikTok's like, crazy. I can't. I didn't get a TikTok till I was stuck in the house for months and I needed <laughs> something to do. But it's crazy. It's just it. like, it's like Vine, mm-hmm. right? That's my understanding. Yeah, but it's it's like less, you can use other people's sounds for stuff. Oh, and okay. so it's a little bit less original, but there's so much, you can get so many views. Like Sindel made a, a stupid video of our cat we had this little foster cat and it got like seven million views it got like a million likes and it's just one six six second video but she couldn't like do anything about it like she's just like oh i got this tiktok video that got seven million views like it wasn't like she could monetize it or like do anything like about it she could say it's just kind of interesting whereas like if you you made your if your podcast got like seven million you know yeah clicks or whatever it's like a different it's kind of like a different thing Yeah. yeah So it's that's why I've heard that they use, and I don't know if this is true or not. And then there's a whole information thing with they're they're always worried about. That's TikTok. what freaks me out. Yeah, it that's what freaks really me keeps out me from TikTok. Yeah, but it doesn't seem to freak a lot of people out. No, when they were when Trump said he was going to ban it, I really thought I knew people were going to be upset because mm-hmm. everybody it seems like everybody uses yeah. TikTok, but I thought that they would be like, okay, like. You know, China having access to everything that's on her phone is a bit much. So yeah. maybe we should force something or do something. Yeah. But everybody was not happy. No. And I was like, I don't, am I missing something? Is there something? Are we yeah. just I don't know. handing I thought, over privacy now? Like, I was going to be fine with it. Plus, because like I, we saw Vine go away in a day. They just took it away. It wasn't there anymore. For no for, reason. For they just no shut it down, reason. right? Yeah. I looked it up because that kind of stuff interests me. Like, so I looked it up and it was, they made it and they didn't intend for it to be as popular as it was. So they could, they didn't have as much control over it. So they couldn't monetize it as well. So they just got rid of the whole thing. Wow. And then Vine used to be music, or not Vine, um, TikTok used to be Musical.ly, and the same sort of thing happened. They got rid of that, and then they brought it back, and now it's like this huge thing. It's so big. Yeah. So many people are on TikTok. Mm-hmm. That's just the power of social media. It makes you wonder what's going to be next. It's scary. It's also hard because, like, the one, there's this one girl, I don't even follow her on TikTok, Charlie or whatever. She's about to hit 100 million followers, and she's 16. And so she's making this TikTok bunny and all this popularity, and she's only 16. And then you have people like us that are, like, chipping away at school, like, trying to eat Top Ramen, trying to make it work. And then you have these people that are <laughs> just able to, to just get by. overnight, like, shoot up, and then... That's one of the crazy things yeah. about fame, especially. It's yeah. like, it's... And fame at a young age. Because what does that do to a kid? Yeah. Like having all those eyes on you. You hear those horror stories. Yeah. It's like, I wouldn't want that. I yeah. mean, having a million dollars would be nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But 
having a hundred million people critique your life. Yeah. Like it's hard having five people critique your yeah. life. I can imagine having an influence like that. Yeah. But that's the world we live in. Mm-hmm. And that there's never been a time like that before. Yeah. That's the crazy part. There's never been a 16 year old a hundred years ago that yeah, everybody that in the world knows. Yeah. yeah. And then the same could go for like, I mean, you have our president. He's always on Twitter tweeting and that guy's addicted to Twitter. No, seriously. Yeah. And, and you've never had that sort of thing before where we've had presidents that have 24 seven access to just saying whatever they want to people without any, you know, repercussions. Like if you would have told our parents like 25 years ago, we were going to have a president that was shooting, you know, stuff off into the internet for everybody to read that didn't make like sense. They'd be like, what? That's not, that's not presidential, presidential at all. Yeah. yeah. It's, I have but been... But I feel like it's... Sorry. But no, I think no, it go, sets go. a new standard because now are we going to be okay with the type... Because I, I watched Joe Biden in an interview and he said it's going to be nice for people to have a president they don't have to think about every day and they don't have to see his drama every day. But at the same time, I feel like also now has it set a standard where people feel like they need to have that much interaction like Yes. Like once you peel on. back the curtain, yeah, people want to know what's going on. Yeah. I wonder if this in a sense has kind of just been the beginning like i wonder if trump kind of just pulled back the curtain a little more than any other president has yeah or if he's just way i mean he's definitely out there for sure yeah but is this i mean if twitter was around would presidents have utilized it like he did back in the day like is this just gonna be what it is now yeah we're just gonna have i don't have a twitter do you have i don't have a twitter i don't have a twitter so yeah i don't know i would but is that just how that's how we're going to communicate with our president from now on? I, yeah. Is that a bad thing? I don't know. Yeah. Should somebody be, you know, checking what he puts out there? I don't I don't yeah. know. We could also yeah, we could also get into the chat about how we ended up with like such old candidates that are. Do we expect them? Do I expect 78 year old Joe Biden to like be on Twitter when he's 80? What's, out what's he even going to tweet? Exactly. Had some oatmeal this morning. Yeah. Going to go. Yeah. I don't even know what he would say. Yeah. I don't think he, he might has... not have the most exciting. <laughs> yeah. It's not which might be like not Trump's. be like that bad, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Versus Trump's. He's always got something to say about something. I don't know. I don't know where that leads us. It, it sets a precedent. And are we going to, I guess the biggest question is what are we going to be okay with? Like I, I, you would think that, I mean, a president can run if they're, his age like that's mm-hmm. okay yeah but i mean that's getting up there it's also so interesting coming from obama who like was on the younger like i remember i was excited because his kids were my age when he was elected president he was in his 40s he right? was in his 40s and yeah. his kids were like six and ten and now we have these guys that are in their late 70s and it's kind of for me and i'm sure for you it's not that a president needs to be able to It's just like, what have, what do you, what are you planning for a generation that's like two behind you and, and, you know, uh, policies and stuff that you're not going to necessarily see play out, you know, in the same way that somebody a little bit younger, not that I'm trying to be ageist or anything, (laughs) would, you know, like, what does he have? What do they have? Like, they've never been in the technology generation of us, like interacting with this type of economy, everything going on, people actually out there working in the working class they're up there that's the problem right is they don't i mean i've been watching these senate meetings with 
um, Jack Dorsey and uh, Mark Zuckerberg and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you listen to these senators and you, you really understand that they don't understand this technology very well, mm-hmm. which is scary because they need to be putting laws in place to protect us right now, mm-hmm. but they don't understand it. So these big tech companies are writing their own rules yeah. and nobody's stopping them. And I mean, can you blame somebody that's in their 60s for not understanding what facebook is doing or what google is doing and how they're gaming human biology like yeah they're 60 yeah especially when you came from like they got like one black and white photo if they were of them their whole life if they were lucky like my grandparents and now they're having to interact with these ai things that know exactly what advertisement to show they're used to the newspaper yeah where it was finite and it's like this is what was printed so yeah I could read this again tomorrow. It's going to be the same thing. But you and I could get on Facebook right now and And see And find whatever information you want is the other thing. You can find whatever you want. You believe something, you can find something to confirm it. Yeah. Take the the voter fraud thing right now. Yeah. That is, it's so big that I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm ashamed to say this or not, but I'm almost like waiting like, is there something? Yeah. Like, are, because you hear that, oh, they found... 500 ballots in georgia or Mm -hmm. 600 ballots here i'm like is there something or am i just being played right now? i don't know i think it's just so much that they can it's scary that they can say whatever they want to say and it's it's out there Mm -hmm. i've heard that they're kind of chipping away at each lawsuit filed trying to see what's actually going on actually going on yeah i saw them interview (laughs) this one lady she was like 90 and they had said that she was a dead voter. And she was like, I'm very much alive. Thank you. <laughs> I don't appreciate it. Yeah. I'm not that old, guys. Yeah, Come on. but it was just funny. But what do you do? I mean, if you can't trust the president. Mm-hmm. And you can't trust you the can't trust election the news, system. You can't trust the election system. I don't know. Remote well, island looking better and better. Right, that's I was, what we say. I was telling my dad, I was like, we got we to gotta start planning something. We got to go to Mexico or oh, yeah, get out of the country. Yeah. Well, especially being home and watching everybody spin their circles and everything. I'm like, I don't know. Do I want to do this and be here in this jungle forever? How do you even navigate it? Yeah. That's the problem is it's like if you could see a silver lining and be like, okay, like we just have to get there. Mm -hmm. It'll be okay. Once we get there, we'll be fine. But that's just not real life. Like. You're going to have to put in work and maybe you're going to get there and maybe yeah. you're not, but... Maybe it'll be a year like 2020 and then you'll just be set back. <laughs> yeah. Maybe... I mean, I heard the other day that some doctor somewhere was saying it's going to be 2024 before people aren't wearing masks. And I was like, so what crazy. is that? Like, what? I know. What does that do for... Everything. I don't know. The yeah. economy, uh, yeah, mental health, physical health. I mean, locking people up for... We're not locking people yeah. up. That's not what we're yeah. doing. But keeping people <laughs> at home for as long as we have, like. But it's interesting. Other countries are not suffering as much necessarily. Well, England is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm Europe is kind of. Yeah, they're getting back into it. But some of them are just. Australia is fine, I think. Yeah, I, Canada. Greenland, doing, Canada. Yeah. Like, which Canada had a stimulus check that they continually sent out, right, for like three or so. four months. Yeah crazy we couldn't get our stuff together yeah like, you got you got one if you were lucky like i never got the stimulus check and i don't have anything barring me from getting it like i don't know it was just lost and i don't know who you call to 
get it back. Get it back. Yeah, right? like, give me my stimulus check. <laughs> you got to call it. You got to tweet yeah. Trump. But then I'm like, also, I was also getting the extra $600 a week unemployment. So I wasn't going to call and complain about that. So yeah. Are you still getting that? Is no, it... that quit in July. I believe it, st- well, it started as pretty, pretty much as soon after I signed up in March and then it stopped in July. Damn. Yeah. So everybody's just kind of on their own now. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot. Some people were kicked off of un- unemployment for, but I'm still unemployed due to COVID because I was working childcare. And actually, they are doing now virtual after-school program, but I'm, I didn't sign up for that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is. That's so now you crazy. just get the regular amount. But that's so crazy. Yeah. I had a lot of friends who were saying like that was the first time that they were like actually making enough money to cover their bills and like save a little bit. Yeah. And some people were really upset about it. And I understand it was upsetting for somebody if you're, I was that person out there busting my ass and working and not making that much waitressing, putting up with crazy people. But at the same time, it's like, shouldn't you blame your government that made it so like the only time in your life you can get this kind of money is when like you literally got fired (laughs) or have nothing else because- you know, a lot of us, like, I planned on quitting my job. Like, I built up the savings and was ready for this crazy fun year. And then they're like, nope, you're fired. And then life right. came. Yeah. Damn. And I was like, I'm going to go be a social justice warrior. <laughs> and then did all that. And here we are coming into winter. And we're shutting back down again. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. And Thanksgiving? What are they going to do about Thanksgiving? Did you see the lady locally that was, like... Kicked out of the Costco, like got arrested. No, I I saw a picture of it, <sighs> yeah. but I didn't hear what actually happened. I just saw a video of her. She was just upset. Losing didn't it? want to wear the mask. Yeah, she said she had some sort of condition. She was like, masks don't protect you. And the cops came and got her. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy. I get a little bit of the sentiment on that. Not necessarily that we shouldn't be wearing masks, because that's, that's a little bit much. Mm-hmm. But like... I wear one of those like neck gator mm-hmm. things. And people don't like it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm wearing it and I'm thinking to myself like this is not stopping no, anything. I don't think it's like really this, that much. <laughs> yeah. This isn't stopping anything. And I'll wear it like when I'm working out at the gym and it's like everybody's sweating. Like yeah. we're all, you know, yeah, we're everyone's wiping down their equipment or they should be. But what are we, what yeah. are we really doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Far in. Yeah. But it's, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you should wear a mask. Yeah. You should. Yeah. Just, just because it can help, I guess. Well, it's crazy just thinking about it, how, how quickly people can be not like, not transformed, not manipulated. That's not the word. But like when the pandemic first started, I was at the dollar store and I got, before we were wearing masks before anything, when it first started and I got laid off, I was at the dollar store and I got a six pack of paper masks and I had them in my car and I was going to go grocery shopping with Sindel and I was like, oh, should we wear masks? And she was like, no, that's so weird. Everybody's going to look at us. And I was like, you're right. Like, that's so weird. Why we do that? Like typically the only people you see wearing masks are like in airports or, you know, and so I was like, no, we won't. And then within a month, the whole country, the whole world, like, is getting masks. And we have custom ones now and different ones to match your outfit and they're everywhere. And people are, it seems like, I guess it might be 50-50 people okay with wearing it and not okay with wearing it. But it seems like the not okay portion is growing. Yeah. Like, I think as, as time go goes on. on. Yeah. Yeah. To me, it doesn't necessarily bother, the mask itself doesn't really bother me. Like, it doesn't inhibit me from I've never been able to breathe very well out of my nose and I can still do it. So I don't know why people are like that upset. <laughs> and doctors, I always go back to doctors. Like they're wearing them yeah. all day. Oh yeah. My sister's a dental hygienist and she wears one eight hours a day. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's like so. you can't wear it for the eight hours you're at work. Exactly. Really? Or they're like, I can't concentrate or breathe. I'm like, so brain surgeons, they're just not That's concentrating not yeah. or breathing. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we need to let yeah. them not wear masks so they can focus a little more. Or it's like people will... Like I have a heart condition and I'm in a group of people with heart conditions. And this lady was saying that like my mask gives me anxiety. I don't want to wear it. Da, 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 da. Like I don't want to go to the store in it. And then people came for her in the comments and they were like, well, then shouldn't you just stay home if you can't? <laughs> if we're in the middle of a pandemic, you have a pre-existing condition. Your mask gives you anxiety. Shouldn't you just stay Not home? Or like to the outside. people, yeah, that don't want to wear their masks to the mall. It's like, okay, take a step back. Like what are you at the mall for? <laughs> like, yeah. That sort of thing. Order it on Amazon. Yeah. What? Do you mind if I ask what your heart condition is? Oh, I have. Um, I was born with holes in my heart, so I had two open heart surgeries to correct them when I was a baby. Whoa. So, yeah. Kind of part of my life that <clears throat> contributes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Are you? Are... I'm healthy. I'm pretty much healthy otherwise. Okay. So, yeah. I just get checked up on my heart once a year and yeah. Wow. That's great. What is yeah. is What's the condition called? Well, my specific, there's all sorts of different kinds. It's like one in every 120 babies are going to be born with a heart condition. But um, mine's called Schoen's Complex, and it was just a variety of issues wrong, little holes in my heart, and then things wrong with my pulmonary valve, and they fixed it up, and yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, and they expected me to need more surgeries, but I haven't since. Knock on wood. Birth, knock on wood, pre-existing condition. Come on now. <laughs> Does that freak you out then when you are... <clears throat> Well, I guess no, if you're completely, if you're good now, right? No, it like, what do you mean? Like, if I'm like, like health-wise? Yeah, does that freak you out kind of walking outside just being like, okay, well, I... Oh, know. yeah, like like COVID-wise and stuff yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've, I've definitely always taken like little precautions. Like I have to have antibiotics before any dental procedures or any type of procedure or anything. And I've been on little medications here or there when I was younger. But yeah, it makes it a, it makes it a little a little scarier i guess with covid and everything but it's it's easy for me because i've been home and mm -hmm. actually my my grandparents my grandma has already a lung condition that she's already on a nebulizer for and then my sister is six months pregnant so it's like even more layers on top of everything i'm like geez i'll just stay home yeah but yeah i was going to talk about pre-existing pre pre conditions, conditions. Yes. yeah because that's that seems to be a huge factor for sure with covid yeah and, and then just everything going on with the healthcare and yeah, that's the crazy thing is you think that we would be trying to like there would be a real push ac across the country right now for people to just be healthy. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, maybe we shouldn't be closing gyms. Maybe we should be like go out, you know, get some exercise or even just yeah. go for a walk. Some like, people don't even think they can go outside, and I'm like, you can go outside. Please go yeah. outside and like. Keep your distance or Deuce, go you for can go walk. outside without a mask if you're not like going to go to the forest. We live in nature. Come on. Yeah. But yeah, at the I same think, time. I mean, obviously I'm not a doctor, yeah. but I feel like that, like, it's no secret that Americans are not healthy yeah. across the board. Yeah. Like, is that a huge factor in why we're doing so much worse than a lot of these other countries? Is yeah. it because... I mean, how often do you hear people talking about your health? Like, yeah. really? No. Unless you're at the doctor and it's like... Well, it's always... you. The only time you hear about it is like when they're advertising you pharmaceuticals. Yes. Like, it's like, if you, do you have this going on with you? This, this, this? And you're thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I probably have this. Like, sell me some more. Yeah. And it's like... What? And then you get all these... Yeah. All these side effects from yeah. your pills and it's Need just... Need more. Yeah. Like, it's just a slope. Oh, now you got whole, diabetes. Here's yeah. another pill for that. It's a whole other thing because right now we have, you know, 
the fight about healthcare going on in the country. And then we have COVID going on, which is also the type, if you get it bad enough, like that's going to, it scars you. It could scar you for life if it, you know, messes up your lungs or X, Y, Z. And then you have a pre-existing condition. Yeah. And it's just crazy. I'm not worried about like getting COVID. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not necessarily either. It's just like the whole, I was talking about my grandparents is like giving it to them. My fear is, like, we just don't understand what the long-term ramifications mm-hmm. are. So yeah. Like, yeah, you might get it and live, but is your lung, are you yeah. going to have, you know, is your lung going to be working properly? Yeah. Are you going to have heart issues? Are you going to have kidney problems? Yeah. Like, we, this disease hasn't been around very long. Like, yeah. we don't know what happens no, in yeah. 20 years or five years or six months. No like, comparison, that's the scary part. but like my aunt, she's in her 70s and she grew up, her brother got polio before the whole polio thing went on and there was all sorts of things that they had no idea you know people weren't able to walk or they lost complete use of their lungs and she still has some ramifications like just from that so she's one of those people that's like stay safe (laughs) yeah that's scary polio scares me yeah like the iron lungs of that generation like oh yeah people don't understand how crazy it can really get yeah and then you hear that's what we learned about in school is like all throughout the past hundred years, getting vaccinations and, you know, herd immunity and all this stuff. And we're such a smart country and this and that. And then it comes around comes actually. Sideways. And we're like, what, what the hell's going on? What are we doing? Nobody can agree. I think it's too political. Yeah. Is the problem. Yeah. I really believe that. Yeah. I think that everyone, instead of setting aside their beliefs or how they feel about people to recognize that like we need to we need to help people. Yeah. They're just like, no, we're going to, we're going to dig in. There's a weird problem when people get power. Mm-hmm. Then they want to use that power and it's normally not a good outcome. Yeah. And I also feel like people don't necessarily, they don't like being in a frenzy, but like they kind of feed off of it just the way everything went with like everything selling out of the stores and then everybody's glued to the news and there's something going on. So people are drawn to it yeah drawn to it and i feel like more able to be not like turned either way because they are so invested in it it's like that it's like mob mentality yeah to an extent yeah like once you get enough people moving in one direction yeah everybody starts going in that direction so the anti-maskers will say that that's all the people that are wearing masks is like your sheep you're all going in one direction but then the people that are not wearing masks is like you just follow your president that doesn't enforce it and what our president who doesn't enforce it you know yeah. So there's the, and then you've got, you've got officials, who, say one thing, in a press conference, and then go out mm-hmm. and do the complete opposite thing, and then they're like, I don't know, what you're talking about. Yeah. We're just this is what you have to do. Yeah. Don't pay attention to what I'm doing. Do as I say, not as I do. Exactly. It comes back. My dad likes to say that. Uh, it all stems from leadership. <laughs> And we just have poor leadership right now. Yeah. And he feels that, you know, once we get some good leadership, it'll bounce back. But I don't know. I feel like we're off the tracks. Yeah. (laughs) We're off the tracks a little bit. And I don't know. I don't know if Biden's going to be the guy to pull us back. Yeah. I don't know how you get back to normal. Like you said, once it's kind of been like peeled back. Our innocence is just gone. We're just <laughs> it's seeing been the worst of it. I watched that debate and like, it's just, there's no going back. So <laughs> it's going to be a long, it's going to be a long, it's going to be a long trip. generation. It's going to uh, be a long hundred years. <laughs> I know. What's next? That's the thing. 
well like are we just gonna keep doing lockdowns every few months yeah i don't know that's gonna be a crazy way to live i mean i don't i would hope not like i would hope at some i would hope i hope at some point it goes away yeah but that's the thing is how so how do we make it go away well we need a vaccine but how many people are actually going to take that vaccine yeah literally i mean i just got a flu vaccine but i i'm i don't know about covid it's so new Mm -hmm. so they don't usually push them out that fast that's my worry yeah I, i never intended regardless of who was coming forward with it i was never intending to get the fastest vaccination they yeah, could send out there be the first there. one in line yeah i'll be a guinea pig yeah no yeah that's... especially when it hasn't as far like as big as it is like i don't know about you but it hasn't directly affected me yet like anybody mm-hmm. in my circle so it's hard yeah. for me to want to go out and get that for something i haven't like seen i feel like it would be different if i was from like a hot spot area where seven family members got it but that's not that's the hard problem because you, it kind of diminishes the severity of it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't known anybody personally that's died. I, yeah. I've i talked to a few people who have known people who have died. But still, it's like yeah. degrees of separation yeah. away. Exactly. It's like, well, I haven't met anybody. I haven't even seen anybody that's sick. Yeah. So it's like, okay. Or when you live in a small town, you're like, I haven't even heard the people they say are, or when they say there's nine people that got it, you're like, Okay, what's the chances that I ran across one of the nine yeah. people that got it? Yeah, we're kind of lucky up here, especially. Yeah, because versus when you hear when you, I was watching the news about like New York City when they first got it and there was bodies and trucks and everything, and you're just I thought it was gonna be so much worse. Yeah, when it first hit, yeah. I thought like there were gonna be bodies in the street. Like yeah. I was no, I brought out my old bu- my old books like Hunger Games and my dystopian books and you're stuff to like prepared. prepare. <laughs> I'm like, okay, if I have to fight people over cans of corn, I want to be like, ready. Exactly, that's smart. I was mad hype, but now it's like this is disappointing. Like, come on, we're yeah. still going through it. Where's no, the I'm crucible? Come on. Exactly. <laughs> Thought Jesus. at least we'd be fine right. at this point. But, I don't know. Yeah, at the same time, we're at the end of 2020, and it doesn't even feel like it's really. It doesn't happened. even feel like we went through a whole year. I know. It feels like. It's like what happened? What do we? We have went out to one show? Friday night and got blacked out, and now it's the end of the year, and yeah. it's like what? And now another was that? year has passed. Yeah. I know. I'm waiting for 2021. I think I think we are in this for the long haul. Yeah. Unfortunately. Like virus wise, or just like everything tensions wise. I think. That's a good question. That is a good question. I think it's going to be... I don't see the political tension going anywhere. Yeah. I don't... Because it's like once you recognize there's a divide, like you can't really just brush that under the rug, you know? And I don't know if... I'm still trying to process how I feel about Biden and Kamala Harris. And I don't know if they like if barack obama was running right now mm-hmm. like i would be sitting here saying okay i think he could unify the country not yeah. necessarily because everything he did was great yeah or he's a you know superb individual but he was a unifier yeah. like and he was articulate mm-hmm. and when he said something you felt like it was you needed to hear it like it was important and yeah. you could rally behind it and i don't get that from biden yeah and I think we need something like that yeah. to kind of quell everything yeah. that's going on. No, I think the same. Yeah. Be the same sort of. Yeah, he kind of had, and he was a, got, he got reelected and was pretty widely, I mean, in 2008, at least he was pretty 
it wasn't there wasn't a whole lot of flack from the other side against his presidencies and then you have the whole um just the fact that there hasn't been like a like a like a um concession speech or anything like yeah and so when you went straight walking into the obama presidencies there was concession speech and and kind you know um uh passive power both times that kind of Everybody sets was things friendly. off yeah welcoming in yeah. like conceding fine like if you listen to john mccain's concession speech to obama it's it's friendly it's you know it's cordial and then the same as like mitt romney or you know george bush and i feel like that sets a sets a stage too but then again i see what you mean like biden doesn't necessarily have that unifying sort of aura, something i guess yeah. about him and yeah, I think I think he kind of ran on the experience like platform, but at the same time, you're like, if you couldn't get you something got a done, lot then of experience. yeah. And it is cool to have somebody who was the vice president. So it's like he was the regardless of what you have to say, like he was in the White House as the vice president for eight years. He did right hand man to the president, Trump, yeah. For sure. But at the same time, it's like. He is like 77 or how old. And he has been doing this for He has been doing it a long time. And he has been like, I like, I I feel like I like the guy kind of, but at the same time, he is, I feel like he's a career politician. So Mm -hmm. it's like, there's got to be, you know, nobody's perfect and he's been in it this long. So what are we? What do we expect? Yeah. That's the thing is if somebody's got a track record for, I think it's 50 years. Mm -hmm. I think that's somewhere in that area. Yeah. I mean, can you really expect a whole lot outside of that? And I think that's kind of like what the whole on the low reason for somebody like Kamala as his vice president is. Oh, definitely. To have like a younger face as part of like his brand, as part of the presidency, as part of a new new um, perspective and as part of like, I don't know, he is an old guy. So it's like four years from now, we don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, (laughs) I don't know. But then the two of them together, we don't know. But what 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 has been great about necessarily the last two we've had for the last four years? So Mm -hmm. it's like, I don't know if Biden won this election or Trump lost. Yeah, like I don't know if people actually wanted Biden. Yeah, that's another thing. I don't think that Biden necessarily won. I think the not uh, the party, but like. And I, not a, not a movement, not, but I feel like, yeah, a lot of the people that voted for Biden didn't go in there voting for Biden. They voted for an issue that Biden was better at on their side than Trump. Yeah. Whereas Trump supporters went and voted for Trump. Trump. Yeah. For the brand. Yeah. And then you have a lot of like radical people or like leftist people that are like, well, I had to settle for Biden. Like Biden's not who we wanted, but that's how He's not Trump. So we can vote for him. Yeah, exactly. Which is scary yeah a little bit yeah but who knows that's the thing people hate him so much that they i mean you probably could have run anybody yeah and it would have been close yeah just on the sole purpose of him not being drunk yeah well they said that um with the comparison like 2008 and obama running it was like against george bush's reputation it's like anybody running for the democratic party probably could have won against after that amount of time but at the same time just given his who he was and his mm-hmm. way of doing things that really added to the yeah he could speak yeah very well yeah yeah 
So it's interesting to see who we have now and who can't yeah. really do that. Kind of both of them, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. They're definitely like when you think, when I think of who like a president is and what they embody, I think of Obama. Yeah. But I mean, I'm 23. Yeah. Well, like, it's like our first president that we like can remember. Can remember. I yeah. think the same thing. Yeah. And I mean, shit, if you compare that to Trump. You're like, well, one's presidential. I don't know what the other one is. <laughs> it's just like, not how far we have fallen, but it's like, if you would tell us now where we'd be at, it's like, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Even regardless of how you feel, yeah. like which side you vote, you can recognize yeah. like these are two radically different yeah. people. So I think, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see who runs in 2024. And if it's yeah. just a bunch of celebrities. Yeah. And that's what's it. crazy is we kind of were taught and it seems like. Or what it's supposed to be is that this the president is this like very elite, not elite, but you know this it's the highest you can be in our government, and it seems like that would know, be they the train best of for us. this. That would be the yeah. best of us. You know, we voted them in. All this many people, Americans, voted them into that position. Here's his or her qualifications. Boom, 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 boom. And then I feel like going from somebody like Obama, who did have. You know, he was state senator, had those qualifications, you know, riled everybody up on, you know, we're going to come back from the economy and this and that. And then you have Trump, which is just like runs on like ideas and jet fuel and anger. And you're just like, what? And even if you look at their families, like if you go back, it's just his family is like so involved in the government versus, you know, the Obamas is. Yeah. necessarily in the spotlight Mm -hmm. as much like yeah obama's more like the underdog story Mm -hmm. and trump's kind of just like yeah and it's so weird to have gone from like i remember we had like the mock elections in elementary school and voting and they made it was a big deal it it is it's a huge deal that obama was president and the first black president and you know the feeling that was created around the country and the eight years after that and it's just so weird to go from that to donald trump and i can't even imagine as obama when he had to like Meet that, meet with and Trump, and know that that is what. Regardless of, I bet it stung. I bet it was. I bet it awful, But he still did it, and yeah. Trump still hasn't like done it. I mean, I know they're still counting votes, but he would. I feel still have gone about it in a more not mature, but like in a more presidential way. Mm-hmm. Like well, my fellow Americans, you know, the votes are not done being counted, but <laughs> I have yeah. faith in. Yeah, I think everybody expects him to, you know, rise to the occasion. Mm-hmm. but no yeah he's, he's showing us he doesn't want to do that yeah i mean and i get it i get it to some extent because you know you had people on both sides complaining about his election the whole time he was there mm-hmm. and fighting it and so now that he's basically out like i get him wanting to fight it you would yeah. hope that he would you know suck up his pride a little bit yeah. to try to unify us yeah. in his last few months but but then it, it also just goes to show, is it really about us then? Or is it just about the title and the power associated with it? Like, What do you I think? I, get, I don't think, I mean, I don't think it's necessarily about the American people. I think it's like a popularity contest. I think that's what it is going to be now. Yeah. For sure. If it wasn't that before. It's like who can sing and dance and say the right things. And yeah. Like, it's going to be America's Got Talent. Yeah. That's the right people. That's going to be our, you win, you get to be president. Kinda, and that's like the literal, it's like the Hunger Games. <laughs> we're just song and dance monkey that's why i was worried that kanye was running 
Oh my god. Because I thought people I, I actually expected him to get more votes than he got. I didn't I Harambe still got more votes than him. I don't know. Did he really? <laughs> I don't know, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. God, that's so But it would be that's... nice. Like I don't want it to be that way. I don't want celebrities to be the ones that are running. I want it to be like people that are qualified I guess qualified yeah. for the position, but I guess I don't know. Because I hear you say that and I'm like, yeah, I completely yeah. agree. But it's not so much that they're a celebrity. You just want someone that knows yeah. what they're kind of doing. Yeah. And I also watched this documentary and it had um, AOC speak in it. And she was talking about how she was like waitressing a couple years ago and now she's doing what she does. But that a lot of people don't realize that government, there's a, there is a spot for Americans like in government and it is a government for the people. So if you or I wanted to be a part of the Senate or some or president, you could go after that and you know, attain that, you know, going after goals and meeting who you need to meet and accomplishing what you need to accomplish. And I don't think a lot of people realize that. So I don't think it's cool in that aspect that people can become president that you didn't think. But I don't necessarily think it's cool that just because we were just talking about TikTok, if this people have hundreds of millions of followers, you could run for president and win. Yeah. So that's why I was upset. They wanted I think it was in San Francisco. They wanted to let 16 and 17-year-olds vote. Yeah. I was like, this is going to yeah, get out of here. Yeah, that's crazy. Quick. Well, there was one thing on the ballot that I thought was cool, which was the um, 17-year-olds who will be 18 by election day being able to vote on primaries. Because in 2016, I was 17 in the primaries and 18 on election day, so I could vote mm-hmm. on election day, but I couldn't vote for yeah. primaries by like six days, which was kind of annoying, but... So I voted. I, I thought that was kind of cool, but I I don't know about like yeah. I just said the sixteen year old with young, right? yeah no yeah. Like, God, if I could vote at sixteen, and you told me Kanye was going to be on the ballot, I probably yeah. would have just done it. Just yeah, dying laughing like yeah. Kanye's not gonna. But then yeah. like if he won, I would be like, oh, this is. I also shit. feel like that happened in twenty sixteen where you did have people voting for Harambe, the, the gorilla and yeah. stuff, or even Trump, or even Trump, yeah. yeah, because he was, and we were younger then, and. Or and just the young people now, you don't know. Yeah, I just think it's too young. Yeah, no, me too. I want to talk. I want to talk to someone who's like, oh, it's a good idea, and just see like where are you getting the argument? Like, do you remember what it was like to be sixteen? Yeah, because not... your ideas aren't really that. A lot of the right. stuff doesn't even make sense. Like, you get your license when you're sixteen, but you can vote when you're eighteen, but you can't drink till you're twenty-one, but you can go to war when you're eighteen and die and die. But and you never can't have a cigarette till you're 21 either. And so it's just... And now you can do meth and yeah, heroin in Oregon. In Oregon. Like, where are we going? Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I kinda, guess Oregon. I, no, I, I, yeah. We're going to go to Oregon or Colorado. <laughs> yeah. What do you think of that? What do you? What's your stance on the whole drug take? I actually think that's cool in Oregon. I kind of um, I I cool. like it. Growing up like where we've grown up and my mom, she used to be a school teacher, but now she's a probation officer. And my parents, I grew up with them doing foster care and just seeing the kind of repercussions of like drug use and people being in jail for small offenses offenses and I don't know, just the fact that how, I don't think people realize how expensive and how much work goes into keeping people incarcerated and how much of your taxpayer money goes into it it, how it's like more expensive to take care of a prisoner than go to college it's just is that true that's what i've heard wow i didn't know that yeah like some schools so damn and you have people sitting in there years for having a joint having a joint in other states that's when you can walk down the street and buy one at the mall basically here 
So it's and what at what point is what substance worse? Because you know, growing up here, like we all know Tina the tweaker, and she's not really bothering anybody. I mean, crossing through the middle of traffic and stuff, but no, that's Tina's a very cool. yeah. These these people are very. They're doing it to themselves. They're not doing it to other people. Mm -hmm. So I do think it does take a lot of time and energy incarcerating these people when they're just going to get out and do it again. Yeah. Unless, you know, we have these things in place. I know they're talking, they're going to put them in, I guess. It's going to try and put them in rehabilitation, which they don't not can't know till you try. Yeah. So who knows if that would work here because there is so much. Well, I guess it's the, whole, the entire state of Oregon. So there's probably a lot there too. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see. Like, drug use in and of itself doesn't seem like it's that bad. It's a very, per like, yeah, it's a personal it's a, thing. Yeah. You're hurting your, or hurting or taking care of yourself versus, you know, other crimes that are affecting other people. Yeah, it's your, it's kind of, I mean, you could make a parallel between like that and abortion mm -hmm. in the sense that like it is your body. Yeah. So if you want to do this and you're not hurting other people or stealing other people to support the habit yeah. and you can live a productive life then like who gets to decide that you yeah. can't do that yeah and even if you can't live a productive life it's these like i'll be in the groups on facebook here just locally and they'll be like oh put them in put them in jail do this do that and so if it's a person that's addicted to meth stay and they've been on meth for 20 years and you put them in jail for three more years and they you spend all this money and then they get out and go they're back on meth and then you want to do the same thing again and think it's going to have different, like, con consequences? I don't yeah. know. At a certain point, like, it was supposed to be that, like, incarceration leads you back to society. And I don't think that that's, like, necessarily I don't think that's helpful. ever been the case. No, no, I don't yeah. think that's ever been I think it was a pipe case. dream that yeah. we all got sold on. Yeah, and... exactly. So this hopefully will eliminate some of that people being sent yeah. to. It seems great. I mean. It seems great. From an outsider's perspective, you're like, how are they going to make that work but at the same time there's already so many people that are on drugs on not so in, i bet not if you could really count already. yeah how many americans especially actually use drugs i bet it would be shocking oh yeah like oh, yeah. even just weed like i mean we both know because we yeah. grew up here like yeah. that's everywhere but it's everywhere and the idea that you could go to jail for decades for a joint like or that's just so sad the comparison between like crack and cocaine it's like the elite rich and famous people do that sort of thing all the time but if you're broke in a small town you know you get pulled over on the side of the road with crack on it's you you're, rap. yeah you're done <laughs> like that's a good point i've never actually thought yeah. about it that way especially with crack and coke yeah i mean you hear and they're basically they're the same thing so yeah you hear famous people talk all the time about oh, look at like I look at biden and trump and the whole trump family is accused of being on coke so it's a whole biden family <laughs> And then it just gets like thrown around. But at the same time, if if you're an average American and you have a drug addict in your family, it's like, oh, God. It's too taboo. Yeah, it's too taboo. But if you're them, it's like, oh, he's just got a little problem. He doesn't need to go to jail. It's, <laughs> little Timmy doesn't need to go to jail. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be fine. But here He's going like, to be a successful oh. businessman. Exactly. He is one. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's been an interesting aspect for me, like mm -hmm. going to these different schools for college and stuff oh, yeah. because you see kids you've been all over <laughs> yeah i've bounced i've bounced around a little bit and you see radically different environments and you see some kids who you would look at and you're like wow this kid's like gonna like crushing it right mm -hmm. now like he's gonna be somewhere big and then 
you're at a party with him and you're like, this dude's fucking doing yeah. coke yeah. in the bathroom. Like, what is happening? Over. Yeah, yeah, and then he's in class the next day, acing quizzes. And you're yeah. like, what? Like, yeah. It's just, I mean, even going to CR, you meet people and you're like, what? Yeah. Like, college is just a weird. We're like eating shrooms outside of class. Like, yeah. <laughs> you don't. Yeah. No. And it's like completely normal. Yeah. And it's like so accessible and. Like, that's another thing in 20 years when we're, when we're all running as politicians and lawyers and stuff, are they going to be able to go back and be like, we found on your Snapchat memories, you doing a line of Coke. Like, that's a good point. We don't know. That's a really good point. That shit scares me. Mm-hmm. It scares me too. Because I don't like, we are not very forgiving. No. As just like, as a species, mm-hmm. like we like to hold grudges for sure and i feel like every it gets i feel like it gets worse and worse like yeah it hasn't gotten better mm-hmm. i mean i guess it has in some ways in, if you're looking at it from decades or centuries yeah. Yeah. like i would not want to be smoking weed in china right now yeah. that would be that would be rough <laughs> no. but like we don't have it that bad yeah but, yeah that's that's another thing too i feel like people struggle with especially now because we have covid and we have you know, political tensions is like, we don't understand that we, we still have it pretty damn good. I feel like I was watching this documentary last night, actually, it was from the BBC and they were doing a story in Kenya. Mm -hmm. And I guess the homeless population in Kenya is really high. Like there's a lot of poverty Mm -hmm. in Kenya. And it was, this reporter was talking about how these families are living on the street and they have a real problem with people stealing babies and young mm-hmm. children off the street while they're sleeping yeah. or their parents are sleeping and then selling them. Yeah. And I was like, what? Yeah. Like, I, I've crazy. never heard about this. Yeah. Like, you hear Epstein or you hear yeah. North Fox Island. Mm-hmm. But then you're like, okay, in this other country, like, that's happening every night. Yeah. That they're just scooping babies yeah. off the street. Like, yeah. what? And we're over here complaining because yeah. our bathrooms aren't separated or... No, yeah. Which are valid problems. Like, I get it. it yeah. But it's not the same thing. No. It's, it's definitely easy to get caught up in that... Not victim. I guess you could call it victim mentality where you do think that we're, we're more oppressed than we are over here. Mm-hmm. You, you, you take... Not take advantage, but lose sight of how good we have it, I guess. I went to Costa Rica my... Right before senior year, I spent a month in Costa Rica teaching English with my cousin, and I went to come home, and I was trying to catch a taxi, and I we flagged down a, a taxi, and we're in the biggest part of Costa Rica. We would, had been in a remote town, so we're in this huge city. It's like their equivalent of New York City. Everybody speaks Spanish, and completely different country. I was 17, and get in the taxi and I get in and I, my cousin nudges me and she's like, I don't see a meter in here. And I was like, oh, okay, well, no big deal. Some taxis don't have them. And then he kind of locks the doors. And then at first he didn't ask us where we were going. And then I'm like Sketch. really feeling uneasy. And then we're going and he's, he, I realized he spoke English really well and he was playing um, English music and he had like this really nice watch. And then I was trying to, in Spanish, to tell him which airport we were going to because he didn't ask. And there was multiple airports and it felt super sketchy. And sure enough, we're coming up on the airport and it was supposed to be like a $5 ride. And we're coming up in the airport and he's passing it. And I'm like, pull, I was freaking out. I was like, pull over, pull over. 
And he's like, he turned around and in perfect English, he was like, I need $50 or I'm not stopping the cab. And we didn't even have that much money left. It was our last day. We're scrounging. I had my tablet. I had my phone. I was trying to give him that sort of stuff. I'm like trying to find the money. And sure enough, we got our colones, which was Costa Rican currency and dollars together and just like threw it at him. And he barely came to a stop and we got out all of our stuff and got out. But it was like in that moment that I was like, if I get lost in this country, like nobody cares, like nobody's gonna, I'm just another person versus in the US, I feel like there'd be more like my parents could be like, there'd, you know, there'd be an Amber Alert across, you know, the states or whatever. And we're very much more ahead. So communication wise, whereas I go missing there, like, where am I? They don't Jesus. know where I am. Like, so that's like one situation where you don't realize how well. I'm just naive getting into a random car I didn't even check was a cab or ask, do you know what you're doing? Are you a cab driver? Versus because I'm so used to, you know, here we just get an Uber. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we trust Ubers. I don't think that, like, I'm looking at this taxi here. I went on, ta- got on taxis in New York City and I wasn't like, are you going to kidnap me? Like, but. Yeah. God, that's scary. Yeah. And you come back and you're like, well, I do have it. I mean, come even something here. like that. Like, I would have never, like, you, you, everyone takes Uber for yeah. rented, like. Yeah. But you hear stories, even in the U.S., there was a girl in North Carolina was dr- out drinking with her friends, mm-hmm. called an Uber, got into a car, turns out it wasn't an Uber, and the guy drove a couple blocks and, like, killed her. Yeah. It's like, that just oh. happens. Yeah. That's just life. Yeah. I bet you're not planning on going back to Costa Rica right no, now. No, no, no. It was a really cool experience. I've like, heard up it's until beautiful. The end, I've it heard it's beautiful, beautiful there. And like the beaches and the rainforest. I saw monkeys and sloths and I went ziplining and it was great. But at the end of the day, like you're just another. And on your last day too. Yeah. That's insane. I was like, get me home. Jesus. But it's the same sort of thing like you were saying in the grand scope of things. You don't really realize until you. Well, something like that definitely <laughs> wakes you up to the yeah. realities of. Yeah. And Life. then it's hard because I, lo- I like traveling, but then it's like you do have those type of experiences where you're like, wow, I am just an American. Mm-hmm. Like, my broad worldview. <laughs> That's, that freaks me out because like, you know that stories like that exist. Yeah. But now since we were talking about like degrees of separation, yeah. like now I know you who happened to personally. Yeah. Now it makes it like a little yeah. more, a little more personal, I guess. That's just, that's insane. Yeah. And then people are like, oh, who knows what he would have done. He probably just would have X, Y, Z. And I'm like, well, I'm thinking that I could be like sold. I don't know. What could happen? Yeah. I'm in. The fact that he said, like, if you don't give me $50. I'm I'm not stopping the cab. Yeah, he was not stopping the cab. It's a little easier to figure out that, okay, yeah. it Something's wouldn't have ended that yeah. well. Yeah. Like, maybe you would have been fine, but at what cost? Yeah. You know? Does that make you a little more leery of traveling? Well, my sister, I have an older sister, she's older by eight years, and she spent a couple summers in Europe and traveling and went to Brazil, and we've since then gone to Greece. We went to Greece two summers ago, but it it, it does make me a little bit, like... More cautious. Yeah, more cautious around when I'm traveling and such with people. Because you kind of get in, like, this main character mentality where you're in your own world, and you don't really realize that the whole world is going on outside. You're, you're traveling, you're having fun, but... Other people are living their lives trying to get whatever they're trying to get. Yeah. So. Damn. <laughs> Damn. And then I was like only 17 too. So I came back and like had my senior year. and was I like, can't. Yeah. Huh. I'm like. Wow. Dodge that bullet. Yeah. Like, huh. You were teaching over there? Yeah. So I signed up with like this program. Um, actually, coming back to my heart condition, I signed up with my sister to do this program in 
um, Peru teaching English in the mountains. And then my cardiologist was like, no, that's too high of elevation for your heart. I've never really been told no things before. So I was like, all right. So I ended up going, I was supposed to go with my sister, but I ended up going by myself, well, not by myself, with my younger cousin to Costa Rica, because that was just another option in the same price range with a host family. And I stayed there for a month and that it was really fun on the weekends. We got to do exploring and everything. And I never had any problems. I was just all over the town zip lining and checking stuff out. How long were you there for? Almost a month, three Almost and a half, a three weeks. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a, crazy. like, what an insane opportunity. And then to end it with that, yeah. like, holy shit. Yeah. I remember I called my mom, I was like, I just want to be back in America. And I felt like mean, but at the same time, I was like, no, I want to go back to where I feel safe, safe my home. Yeah. But like, since then I've gone to, I went to Greece and, you know, and that was fine and I felt. I mean, there was an airport shutdown, but mm-hmm. <laughs> other than that, I felt I felt pretty safe and fine. But I feel like it's also different countries, like you were saying. Yeah, and I think, I mean, Greece is, is yeah. a first world country, mm-hmm. right? But also other countries you go to, there's so much, um, like here you don't see it as much as like the poverty interwoven with like the city and the rich. Like you'll see like a dilapidated building next to a skyscraper and like it's just such a different mm-hmm. world aspect. <laughs> Yeah, going, my family, we used to go to Mexico mm-hmm. um, for family vacations and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we did too. It's, yeah, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. sure you can attest to this too then. Like, you can go there and you'll be at these resorts. Mm-hmm. And if you venture just a little outside of the resorts, like, you actually see Mexico. Yeah. And it's completely mm-hmm. different. I mean, you have people who, you know, are living off. 25 cents a week yeah and it's just it's a radically different way of life and then yeah. you go back to your resort and yeah. you've got free drinks and free food yeah and you're sitting next to a pool it's super weird yeah well the first time i experienced that we went on a cruise when i was seven and we went to uh mexico and i was like excited because i had money and i was spending and it was cheap and because stuff was cheaper there i was a kid and then this lady i went to buy chiclet gum and this lady was selling me chiclet gum and her baby was wrapped in newspaper and i was seven and i just remember being like this is a whole different i was like paying her change for gum and just remember like realizing that this is huh this is different world very different it is weird to go back and be with your family at the resort or wherever you are and Realizing that there's dual things going on where I feel like there's not as much of that here. I mean, maybe there is and we just don't, we just aren't around it. I don't think it's as extreme. I don't think it is either. For sure. Like, like you can. You're less, not lost in the system, but like there's more in play to keep that from happening. I feel like. Yeah. And the economic disparity, I feel like is still, like you could look at, yeah, we have like Jeff Bezos who's making billions mm-hmm. and then you have the guy on the street who tweaker tina take for example yeah. who you know probably doesn't have 10 bucks to her name yeah but even tina i would be willing to bet that like tina's not gonna starve to death oh i bet even tina gets like ssi and food yeah. stamps or, or is getting 20 bucks on the corner each day yeah, like, or has like a bed to sleep in at night from the shelter or even a blanket yeah you know oh, and a literally pillow. or a blanket or if she had a child then somebody would see her step in and find something to do with that child yeah and the odds of her yeah. child being taken <laughs> yeah are, are lower y- a lot yeah yeah not that it's not impossible but yeah like then you hear 
like I, I don't know if it's just I don't think it's just an American thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like in you know Britain and in these more developed countries, yeah. I feel like you would experience that same sort of disconnect, you know. Mm-hmm. But like that's that's why I think traveling is so important. For sure, it's just so you can really see that like the world is not what you think mm-hmm. it is. Like whatever problem you have going on, yeah, it's a problem in your life for sure, and nobody's diminishing that, but. I think perspective is a really good thing to have. I think when you start to lose that perspective, that's when poor decisions start to be made. Yeah. And then when you're in a country like America, where we're kind of fed that we're the greatest country in the world and that everywhere else, like Africa's just animals and this, like other countries aren't developed. Afghanistan is just rocks. Yeah, exactly. And everybody else is bad guys and nobody's as smart as we are and... China does X, Y, Z versus when you go and travel and see for yourself that that's not the same mentality Mm -hmm. and then come home and see that it's different. (laughs) It's a weird, it's a really weird experience and it's like good, like you appreciate it, but like it hurts a little bit. Yeah. It's hard to come home and yeah. Then sleep in your bed. Yeah. Like I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, I've never been starving. Like I never went to bed. And like, it's like, oh my god, I, I, or like, I need felt to real eat hunger. Yeah, yeah, like I've never experienced that. Yeah, like, yeah, you. The, I was joking around with a friend. I was like, man, only like today in these developed countries could you be vegan. Oh, like, yeah. Could you imagine a time where it's like, oh, yeah. I'm not going to eat this. I food. know. How? What a privilege to be able yeah. to pick or do like keto or do intermittent fasting or yeah. do, like there's never been a time where you could just turn down food because you yeah. have so much yeah that you're just like yeah i'm not gonna be or like you have hungry. people with like, like i don't eat gluten i have a gluten yeah. intolerance and it's like could you exist with a gluten intolerance in another country no no <laughs> yeah no not even here a hundred years ago yeah you have a gluten intolerance yeah. okay exactly. i guess you're just not gonna make it like i don't know what to no. tell you it's crazy it's weird seeing that and even like even talking about it, like it's still hard to appreciate because it's like, obviously, I've never met anybody that has done yeah. that. And you see them and you see videos and you hear stories, but putting that that face to it. Were you in like the after school program at Zane? I no, I don't think so. They used to have us do this thing online where you did these trivia questions, and the more questions you did, the more rice were put into a bowl that you sent yeah, to kids. Yeah, we did that. Not I wasn't yeah. an after school thing, but yeah, yeah I've done I, that it before. It might have been in elementary school too. Yeah, and I'm just like, Sindel and I were looking back now, and we're like, was that like what is that? Like, what no were idea. we doing? Were we really sending hundred? It was like a hundred pieces of rice to a child overseas, and it was like, why couldn't we just send the children rice? Like, yeah, why or why was decide? it ten pieces of rice? Because if I got a question right, I felt like that's also part of the. I don't know what they call it when they they make it so we seem not godlike, but like we're helping them so much by answering this question right and sending them ten pieces of rice. We're like giving that's, them this rice. Yeah, we're so helpful. When it's like we don't know anything, like yeah. we don't know what it's like to All just have a bowl, one on bowl of rice a day. Like, what is that supposed to mean to me? But it's—I mean, it's cool that they had us do it at the same time. But traveling is where you really get that, or yeah. seeing it, watching it in a documentary is where you really get that view. Versus, that's so crazy. That was such a distant memory. Yeah, it was like ten pieces of rice at a time. Yeah. I remember, and they're yeah. like, "We want you and to fill like, a bowl." Type a sentence. Yeah, or type a few words. How crazy is that? Like, we're over here 
typing on computers. And a room of 30 computers. Yeah. And we all have the computer. Yeah, like, we're not snacks. even sharing yeah. a computer. We're yeah. all working on our own computer. And by typing, we're going to go feed people who don't have computers, yeah. who probably are living on next to nothing. And only are eating rice. 10 grains of rice. You better yeah. type faster because I don't yeah. know what you're going to tell them. Yeah. That's so crazy. Funny. That shit breaks your heart. Yeah. But then what do you do? Like, to some extent, we're all kind of full of shit. Yeah. Because, I mean, what, what do we... I'm not going to not buy a computer if my computer breaks. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to well, get an iPhone. Yeah, exactly. So It's weird because there's a hypocritical line that you kind of face, but we kind of all brush it under mm-hmm. the rug. Because mm-hmm. what, what, what do we, what do you do with that? Yeah. Like, having the information and acting on the information are two radically different things, mm-hmm. for sure. It's hard. Wow. <laughs> that just got majorly depressing. <laughs> thinking about those across kids. the world oh man all those kids we fed or didn't feed <laughs> no we're stubborn. i, I should have typed more. i definitely exited out and played games or something and i should have yeah. typed more i was not like i wasn't even looking forward to going to class those days but like thinking you could even be like is that still a thing because i haven't heard about it so what happened to those kids that were getting the bowls of rice that we were feeding them did the program just die out do they not get the That's, bowls of rice yeah like yeah they're i don't think they're teaching were kids they ever getting the bowls of rice some guy who's just saving it for himself <laughs> They were selling it. Or were they just selling us a dream to make us do That's a good... Because who would... How does that... How does it work? Yeah. Maybe advertising, but I don't remember seeing ads no. on that site. Yeah. But I guess it's like any of those things that you see commercials for. It's like sponsor a child, this and that. You really have to check into it. True. You never know. A dollar a day could... Yeah. Could feed and clothe this child. I wonder yeah. how many people actually do that. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like... it. I feel like it's got to be like a... Not older, but I feel like a lot of older people would probably sign up to that type of thing yeah but i don't know it's not gonna be like it's not me i don't have a job yeah yeah. it's not gonna be some kid working at mcdonald's like that's gonna overdraw my card (laughs) yeah it's like i can't even afford to buy my own food i can't i just can't yeah well that's like another issue is we say that sort of thing here like i always say that too it's like oh i can't afford food or i'm hungry or i I can't afford to go eat out again but it's not necessarily the same as these kids who eat 10 grains of rice in another country like i can't afford it but I can't afford it, you know. Or who I've heard stories. Oh god, I can't. I For some reason I want to say it was like the Middle East, but it it easily could have been somewhere else. But like they were eating old boots, like the mm. leather of old boots mm-hmm. and boiling them to try to get some nutrition yeah. out of it, and it's like That's that. Rough. Yeah. That is Or even you hear stories about the Holocaust, and I mm-hmm. think they did that too and it's like I mean, I, I, don't, I can't even fathom or, yeah, what yeah. that is. Yeah, people would like, um, they like belt, pull their belt as t- tight as they could in their stomach so yeah. it would feel full because they were just so empty, hungry. Like how, and that was, Like what, two generations, three yeah. generations ago, yeah. 70 years ago. Like people still, yeah. I mean, how crazy is that? Yeah. Nobody talks about that. No, Everyone's complaining they have to wear a mask. Yeah, like, especially How would you like that? Our generation hasn't had I mean we have had things, but it's just interesting for us to get upset. Like we're we're trivial tri- trivializing and going back and forth over like a slang word that people could say when a couple generations ago they were like in the trenches and in internment camps and concentration camps and we're worried about like not wearing a mask and if so and so said what in a video. Yeah. So it's like And not being comparison. able to eat at a restaurant. Yeah, and not yeah, and not being able to eat at a restaurant. It's so interesting. I mean, what do you do with it? Like, you feel, I don't know. 
I don't even know what you do with that. Yeah. But at the same time, like my cousin, she just graduated in 2020. And I can't imagine being like a senior in high school. I would be very upset. Woe is me if my prom and my graduation and everything got canceled. You get one time to do it. And so I understand from that perspective too, where they're like PO'd and like, I just missed out on everything. And I understand, but in comparison, you kind of have to take a step back. And it's you hard. don't like to, but... Yeah, especially at that age. Yeah. Especially at our... I mean, I don't our want to speak for you, but... Our age is easier, but a little bit easier, but... Yes, but it's still... As time goes on, it's, it's still hard. And it's still nothing. Yeah. No, like, I still definitely want to be traveling and partying and having life experiences, and but we can't Going right out now. to the bar, going to Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Doing all those Moving, things. Moving, like going... Like going... Your intentional idea of school or the people that graduated this year and are entering the workforce and wanted their normal jobs. What is the workforce even going to look like? Exactly. I yeah. mean... I don't know. One thing I do hope that comes out of this is a change in the education system. Mm -hmm. I think that that, like, if anything has had a light shown on it because of COVID, I think it's that for sure. And you can make an argument for a lot of other things too, but like, I mean, education is just, it hasn't caught up with with the times. Not saying that everything should be online or any of that, but the fact that, you know, when france and europe you can become a doctor by going to school and paying 400 bucks yeah or you can pay four hundred thousand over a year yeah like that is insane that can't like that's not sustainable yeah at all yeah and then what about what about all the people that would be incredible doctors or incredible lawyers who are never going to get that opportunity exactly like that's wild to think yeah. about yeah and ev- everything's online mm-hmm. like everything you could earn any degree online and we can't just put that out there. Yeah. Make people. Yeah. If you can do education. it all. Yeah. How do we go back from this? If you can do it all now, then why would you go back? Yeah. And you know and the recordings risk, are out there now. Yeah. yeah. Why am I going to go pay? But then it also shows true colors. Like I know locally, they were trying to have a um, school board meeting to discuss whether they were reopening the schools, and they couldn't get the whatever platform they were using, Zoom or whatever. They couldn't get it to load, and it kept shutting down. And the parents were getting really. PO'd and they were saying, you know, you're in charge of our kids' education and you can't even get your computer to work and we've been having to learn on computers for like six months. Yeah. And so it's also just going to show that like, yes, people want their kids in schools, but like, aren't you concerned? Like, look who's teaching them. Like, what's going on? Like, It's yeah. so faulty. Yeah. That's been one of my biggest gripes, especially because the school I'm going to now, like, they consider themselves like a STEM school. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, they didn't have any online classes. They had no foundation for that. Oh, so they had to yeah. build it all. And it's Oh, no. It's so bad. Yeah. And I'm like, how do you guys justify making people pay for that? Yeah, I don't like, know. And it, the crazy part is I've had instructors be like, okay, you're going to watch these YouTube videos to understand how to do the material. And it's like, what am? why am I paying you to have me go look up a YouTube video to yeah. do this? Like, I thought, you aren't you supposed to teach me this? Like, isn't <clears throat> yeah. that the whole point of what I'm paying for? It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. It'll be interesting to see what happens, for sure. Yeah. I think a lot of schools are going to It's also just shut down. Regardless of what happens, for people like you or I or anybody who was stuck in this year of looking for a job or graduating or going to school, it for it may just seem like a, a temporary time, but, but, but for us, it is like it is a year. Like it is... It is a year, past, you're not going to get back. A year, we're not getting back. So if yeah. I, I haven't worked, like that's still going on my thing that I, and, and you're trying to go to a STEM school where you learn hands-on, but you're online and 
What are we doing? What, like what? Yeah, that's still a year of your education. That's still a year of all these people who are looking for employment or like it's still going to. This has repercussions for a long time afterwards. That's what they keep saying, especially about like the young kids. They are still in high school or yeah. elementary school that like, what is this going to do to them? Yeah. Which is, I feel like it's like, even I struggle with like, okay, like, yeah, it sucks, but like they could suck it up. But yeah. then like, I don't know what being away from your friends at that age for a year yeah. and being in your house. Like, yeah, I, I have... struggle being home now oh, yeah. in Eureka and I'm like, this sucks. Like I couldn't. I have younger siblings, they're four and six, and they're fine for like the most part. They don't really, they don't fuss about their mask and they don't fuss about missing school. They do go back to school like some part-time now. But I think for the younger ones, it's probably fine. But as far as like middle school, high school, I don't really know how, what that looks what like. What that looks like and already, because I already also feel like it's such a big deal, social media and FaceTime and Instagram and all that. And now just added the fact that they're even away from each other even more. Everything's probably just moving more and more onto social media. And yeah. they're just more. Nobody's going to know how to talk it. to each other. I know. It's, when our, we get back. it's already a thing with our generation and our age versus, and the younger people. It's just going to get worse. Yeah. It's going to be. It's going to be so bad. Yeah. I. I. <laughs> I don't even know what it's going to look like. I mean, our like you said, our generation has a hard time sometimes talking to people yeah. and just like expressing ideas and emotions and stuff. Yeah. And we had, we didn't have like social I feel media like we, until yeah, middle grew school. Up, grew up somewhat still normal. Like yeah. I didn't get my first iPhone until like high school and we weren't like on, especially like Instagram, Snapchat, that sort of thing didn't happen until we were older. And then now it's like, and I also feel like there's constant need for validation. Validation, yeah. like, all, like my younger cousin or like high schoolers or people our age, they'll be on FaceTime all the time, like twenty four seven, or Snapchat all the time, constant back and forth, back and forth, seeing each other, and it's like, that's not, that wasn't like a thing before. <laughs> it seems like it would, it have some cost, mm -hmm. like some repercussion, yeah, that we just can't appreciate or don't see yet yeah. like it seems like it has to lead yeah. to something yeah like it's not just harmless no i don't think so either but we'll see yeah we're gonna we're gonna find we're out just starting quick. out now yeah yeah and if this goes on for another few years that's that's a downside for sure yeah like i don't think we should be we want to embrace technology for sure because that's just what it is but yeah. do we have to embrace social media they were they were already mad at like the uh, Gen Z and millennials for being online so much or meeting online or all that. And now it's like, it's there's no online. other way. Like, <laughs> yeah, you can't go to the bar and yeah. meet somebody now. So, you're going to be swiping on Tinder. Yeah. So, yeah. It's just like, when do we get. I think that's so sad. Yeah. I worry about. I feel like next we're going to be talking to holographs. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. That I'd would be, be on board. Cool. I would be on board for that. <laughs> that's what they projected in the movies. Come on, where's I my know. flying we're car? So my behind. holograph. A flying a flying car and a holograph. I could get behind that. Yeah, that's Just what was trade. supposed to come out in twenty twenty. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Instead, we got COVID. Yeah. I don't know. It's just it's a wild time, and it's not even like you can do anything else to take your mind off of it. Is no. the crazy part. Yeah. Like everyone just sitting at home. Stuck at home. Yeah. So it's interesting what people watch and do with their time. And yeah. Have you been watching any Netflix? Yeah, I feel like that's definitely like a thing that's been on everybody's yeah. thing with quarantine. Like just thinking back what was popular the past couple months when Tiger King came out or whatever and everybody Huge. was going insane over Tiger King. And then 
we watched like um a bunch of the cheesy dating shows like Love is Blind and that was huge for a while and that then, got really big. Yeah. That yeah, had a moment. Yeah. And then that's like God, nobody talks about it now. And same kind of with Tiger King. Like people people are kind of yep. like in and he's out. in prison, whatever, moving on. And then yeah, Netflix has kind of been a saving grace for some people. But yeah, we watched The Politician on Netflix. We really liked that going into the election. Um, yeah. Now it's just these cheesy Christmas movies. But... I'm so ready for it. I'm so ready for Thanksgiving just to oh, like yeah. take a breath. Mm-hmm. I think. Have some just bit take of breath. normalcy. Yeah. Just do something we always do. Yeah. You're always inside for Thanksgiving, you know, always. It's not going to be, it's yeah. not like you're going out to a restaurant yeah. anyways. Exactly. So at least you can. Well, I mean, I worked at a, re- people do go out to restaurants on Thanksgiving. Oh, do they really? <laughs> yeah, they really do. But at the same time, you shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. You should be with your yeah. family. Yeah. I think that's one thing that like kind of is a good aspect of everything that's happening is like people have had to sit at home with their families and like stand the people that they're with and yeah yeah if they're not on their phones though right? yeah because if true. you're at home and you're just on yeah. your phone all the time yeah then, that's true then but like my mom with my siblings like well obviously my sister and i are 30 and 22 and my younger siblings are four and six so she's been through it but she was like they're driving me nuts like da, 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 da. and a lot of parents are like i don't want to teach i don't know how teachers do this this and that and it's like you guys can't sit home with your own kids yeah yeah interesting awkward, awkward. <laughs> yeah but it's but you know it's like with me and my roommate we've had to learn to like stand each other and i feel like that's in a lot of homes kind of had to come back to earth a little bit and be able to if you're if you're not on your phones, I mean, distance wise, people have probably distanced more. But inside the own home, I feel like it's a little. It's got to be a little better if you've been forced to be together this long. How do you like living with Sindel? Oh, we've lived together for three, going on four years now. We oh live, wow, yeah, we lived together a long so time. So pre and during COVID. Yeah. So yeah, we moved out when we were eighteen. We've been together, and oh, that's cool. Yeah. So we've been through it all, and yeah. We don't really fight that much or get... We lived in four different places now. Oh, shit. And we moved... I think we moved literally just for something to do during this year because we moved in March. There's nothing or, else to do we, but move. Yeah, we, we wanted to start... Well, COVID started in March and we moved in like August. But yeah, so we moved and we get along well. And she was actually... Same thing. Like I like I said, we quit our jobs together. This is going to be our yes year. <laughs> like wanting to go traveling. And um, we both tried the casino. That didn't work. And then she's both started at the school and got laid off and we were home together all the time for like she just got a job last month so like all that time together oh, man. we got a little bit tired of each other but not, i was gonna ask do you really. think that that have you noticed like a change with covid where you guys are forced to be around each other the whole time or has it pretty much been the same no i would say it's i would say it's kind of the same that's mm-hmm. why it's i guess from an outsider's perspective people not being able to get along with the people they live with i'm like huh like, must suck must suck well but it's yeah yeah i think that's i mean that's been the hard part for me for sure yeah it's just i mean more so just being in eureka yeah like i feel like when you i feel like everyone can relate to that like when you wherever you live like as soon as you graduate high school like you have these grandiose ideas about getting out of your own mm-hmm. town oh, not yeah. that eureka i think no. eureka is a great place yeah no but i think so and then there's a weird mentality yeah. here and it's but if just you're like, back or if you're here it's like you feel like you failed way yeah like yeah, you failed like, I, or and, and then combine that with like everything going on it's just a weird yeah weird time yeah it's it's just a weird time yeah 
So I would say, like, I guess we do get a little more aggressive at each other, Sendal and I, just because normally we'd be able to, like, go out with another person or hang out with a different friend or go do something. But now it's kind of just, like, shut You're your just door. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's cool. I mean, that's cool that you two are living together. Yeah. Because you guys yeah. were so close yeah. and are close, obviously. Yeah, we're good friends and yeah. we work together. It's kind of like a – we're, like, too codependent at this point. <laughs> we live together, work together. It's, like <laughs> – yikes but <laughs> you guys were prepared for covid yeah to be stuck with each other yeah, for a little exactly. bit well actually if you think about it i don't know if you were around the power outages last year we kind of got i wasn't here for you that you weren't here for that thank that god was, i heard no, that, god, was, that miserable. was insanity people thought the world was ending that's another example of people not realizing that we can be without power for 24 hours because we did it for you know yeah. thousands of years but <laughs> yeah. and people are doing it still today yeah, in other yeah countries. exactly exactly like, around the world yeah people do it all the time we like, shut off but it was pretty – it was, like, for a few weeks, right? It'd be a day here, a day yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. No, it was annoying. and But, I mean, it was kind of cool for us because we worked at the restaurant at the time. We didn't want to be there, so we shut down. So we were, like, again, yeah. looking at the bright no side harm, of things. No foul. I mean, the, the restaurant's, like, all of our food is spoiling. Like, this sucks. But we're, like, we don't have to go to work. But um, it was kind of – like, I tried to cook soup over a candle. Um, well, wow. It took a very long Dedication. time. But I did it. Um, but that was kind of, like, preparing for the sort of thing, like, where we had to get, you know, food together. And, yeah. You know, all your essentials versus now. I mean, it's a whole different level, but yeah, a little bit of the that. mania. People were People pissed. were very upset. I remember going on like Facebook and seeing posts from everybody still and here. It was, and it, the power was never out. I mean, locally in town, the power was never out for more than 36 or so hours, which is not even that enough time for like your freezer to frost all the way. So I don't know. People were People don't like their routines. No, they disrupted. don't. They don't. And it's that's the what the whole thing. COVID thing and wearing a mask and everything of that too is part of it. They don't it's, like it. What, what do they say? It's you're, you're stifling my freedoms. <laughs> yeah. I can't go without electricity or without yeah. having to wear a mask. Yeah. I don't know. God, that seems like a lifetime ago thinking about that. Yeah. It's it only was, been a year. Yeah. <laughs> God, this, I mean, like you said, this year doesn't even feel like it's been a whole year. Yeah. It just feels like I know. the blink of an eye. It started out the year Kobe died. That was like a huge, huge thing. And you're like, well, what's this year going to happen going on? And then here we are almost at the same point coming back on it. Remember when our biggest problem was season eight of Game of Thrones? Yep. Now we have all this. Yep. God, I would give anything to go uh, back yep. to that. Actually, that's one thing I got into over quarantine is oh, really? literally I was like not anti-Game of Thrones, but I was late to the game. So I didn't want to be, I don't know, late to the game, like last person talking about it. And then my mom's like, oh, I bought HBO. So I'm like, all right, I'll check it oh, out. Shit. And then I finished, we, Sindel and I finished, it, I don't know, tw- 10 years worth of seasons in like less than a month. Like What'd we just think? went through it, loved it. Like oh, it was so great. Good. I mean, up until the last season. But it's such a show that you forget that you're watching, like, about the other characters. They're so in, there's an each, there's a journey for each character. Such a good, it's such a, such good, a show. good show. So that was cool to be watching during this time. Yeah. Kind of distracted by that since I was home. Get caught and, up. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, I want to be Daenerys for Halloween. And it's like, <laughs> now I'm two years too late. Everyone's going to be like, really? That's, it? Like, that's the costume you're going to be wearing? But yeah, it's all fresh and new to me still. But yeah. I had a. Uh... Dustin actually mm-hmm. just started watching it again oh, yeah. with his girlfriend too. Yeah. yeah. It's got something for everybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's definitely one where you're like, I don't want to watch this anymore. Why did this happen? But you're still hanging on. It grips you. Mm-hmm. Like, even as they're 
And they t- they're not afraid to kill off oh, characters. No. They're not afraid to do it. And it's I watched The Walking Dead, and that was kind of the first show I watched where they weren't afraid to just kill off a beloved main character. But then you watch season one of Game of Thrones, Nothing and you're like, compared to how it. is this even going to continue? Yeah. <laughs> and they do it for... And no shame. Like, yeah. they'll do it, like, the third episode yeah. of that season, and you're like, what? Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. And then it's, like, such a big production to us it's like such a magical and you're like part of this adventure but it's such a huge production production i just saw a thing that like by season eight the episodes were like millions of dollars per yeah. episode like like movie budgets like movie budgets low class movie and budgets. which i mean they're great it's a great show with great visuals but it's like damn it's that's a lot millions of, money. of bajillions of dollars on a show for one 50 minute and episode the, yeah like eight episodes or like versus everything going on in the world they were ma- they must have been making bank yeah. Off that show. Like, I can't even imagine what the actors yeah. and actresses were But it's doing. actually cool. I mean, it's cool to see. Because, I mean, the people that played um, uh, the kids were kids when it started. And they grew into adults when it ended. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's one of the things I loved about the Harry Potter series. Mm-hmm. Was you could see. Yes, like, that one too. And we were kind of at that age when those yeah. movies came out. Like, you felt like you were growing along growing with those characters. With yeah. yeah. But, like, I know I just watched an interview. Uh, Sophie Turner, who is Sansa, she was... 12 or 13 when it started and like she really now she's our age now but to like have to play through all those scenes where she's like married off to three different people when you're actually that age is like she's really feeling it yeah like it's and now cool she's show. she's married to, to a jonas brother yeah which is also kind of crazy because i'm like we watched them right <laughs> and she's our age it's like a cross between yeah. two parts of your child yeah, in exactly. a weird way but i guess it's just gonna keep happening because they're getting older life keeps moving yeah. on that's what they it's say. It's kind of weird because you're like, oh, that's that person's a grown-up. Oh, wait. I am a grown-up. <laughs> I, I never feel that way. I'm always, like, I will always be the person that's like, we need to go get a grown-up yep, to yep. work out this issue because, yeah. yeah. I mean, how old are you? I'm 22. You're 22? Mm-hmm. I'm 23, and I still feel like my shit's all oh, over Oh, great. So I'm 23 is coming up, yeah. and I still won't feel like it. You're welcome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that little morale boost. Yeah. I always judge it. I joke with my sister because she's 29 and I'm like, well, thank God you're older than me because I just keep setting the bar to your next birthday. I'm like, maybe I'll have my yeah. shit together by the time I'm 30. Yeah. Okay. 36. Okay. Yeah. 40. Oh. We're just going to keep pushing Well, my sister is like, yeah, she's got it. Now she's 30 and she's dental hygienist. She got married last year. She's a dental hygienist. Her husband's in the military and she's having a baby. So it's like everything's nicely sealed with a bow. Wow. But I'm 22. So I'm coming up behind. I've got, I've got, got time, but I've got yet. that. Like I've seen, I'm like, all right, well. It's going to do it. Yeah. I know it's scary. <laughs> this holiday season. I'm like, all right. At the kitty table, everybody's <laughs> like, no, but it's been interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a weird time to be alive mm-hmm. and to be our age. I mm-hmm. think from what we, where we came from to where we're going. It's just weird. Yeah. And I don't know if every generation has had that. No, I also saw that we're one of like the first generations pretty much all generations our parents and our grandparents inherited an america that was better off than the one that they were like economy wise and then was better off than the one they were born into and then for us we'll be our parents will be like the first generation that will be worse off than our parents were oh shit because we're inheriting like if you think about us we've already been through like two recessions and we're only like 22 and so what are we what is it going to look like? I mean, we're trying to enter like the main workforce, but which is like this is the worst time. Yeah, worst time. Because when you graduate in twenty twenty, yeah, like because everything's either shut down. Yeah, 
or online. Or they don't know what's going to happen to it. Yeah. Like so many industries, the airline industry, the vacation industry, the, you know, drive, like anything. They don't know what's going on with it because of COVID. So that's what confuses me is you hear, especially on the news, you see all these people who are in line to get food, you know, Mm -hmm. at these food banks. And they're talking about how, you know, they don't have a job. They can't afford. But I think there was some statistic that like 30 something percent of Americans can't afford their rent Mm -hmm. right now. Mm hmm. Um, but the stock market's up. Yeah. I also saw that like... How does that work? Well, I think the stock market really only affects like the top 2%. Like, oh, it definitely does. I think that that's yeah. like... And so that a lot of American people are kind of swayed by like what's... I don't know. Like they can tell me that the stock market's doing X, Y, Z, but does that really trickle down mm-hmm. to me? I don't know. Yeah. I don't think it trickles, no. trickles down at all. No. But from my understanding the stock market is supposed to be representative of our economy yeah well if all these people are saying our economy is gonna be hurting like why is shit still climbing right now that's what i don't understand then it's like what's making it climb who's benefiting yeah who's yeah yeah who's who's pumping in this cash right now because it's not the middle class that's hurting it's not the lower class yeah i don't know i don't that's there's so much like i wish that i was more informed on and like you just got to learn, yeah. but there's so much to learn about. It's interesting. I've never been like a part of, well, I, pro- I obviously have been a part of statistics in the past, but never knowingly, like when they talk on the air about how, like, I think it was in August, it was like n- 80% of the people that were unemployed were women because kids went back to school and like some kids went back to school and are on- online and the moms have to teach them, like who's going to teach them. And then, um, just different statistics about like, you know, the level of African-American people that are unemployed or X, Y, Z. And it's like, I'm unemployed due to COVID as of woman. And I have been, and it's like, wow, you guys are really just talking about me, like going on there. But yeah, they, they, that one's weird mm-hmm. because for a while it seemed like they were trying to attribute race to COVID. Yeah. Which I get, but it doesn't seem like it's fair because yeah. it, it's not a race thing. It's, no. It's an economic standpoint. Yeah. Like, yeah, if you... Yeah, but just like, I guess, economically, the ethnicities that fall in certain economic groups are more affected. So if they're... Yeah. I mean, it make, it complete, yeah. you can see their line of thinking. Yeah. It just seems disingenuous. It seems like they should be like, okay, it's, you know, lo- it's an economic thing. Yeah. Like, it's I not... Also, yeah. I also think it's the time people. we're in when oh, everything definitely. is looked at from a race and gender and standpoint so that who knows if that's good or bad. And so, of course, they're going to say they're going to bring it into the topic because the time we're in. That worries me. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like, I feel like we have so much more. We, I feel like we have so much more that we could be doing that would like actually have a lasting impact not diminishing that Mm -hmm. because like like everything race and gender are nuanced issues for sure and nobody wants you know like you would like that for those not to even be a factor yeah but you can't just make them go away yeah Yeah. they are you have to deal with them but like they i think it was on the ballot locally or not locally it was on the ballot in california yeah to include some diversity inclusion yeah which statute. i didn't even know we didn't have it's um uh i can't remember what it's called right now but uh yeah i know what you're talking about they have yeah. to hire x amount of people of color or um 
uh, admit that many students of color uh, to their school or workplace. Yeah. What did you think about that? I I can't remember what it's called, but I I thought we already had it. Like I thought that that was. I I don't know. I I voted, or I went for it because I I believe in that there should be a certain amount of diversity. But I don't. I also think it wasn't like necessarily worded right in a way that made it sound like it wasn't being. I, I know that people think. There's a lot of people who believe in reverse racism, so they, I think that they might have looked at it as these people. What is that? You know, people will say that, you know, we shouldn't have to hire, like, for example, uh, the population of the United States is 13% um, African-American. So I've, a lot of people will say that, like, then places of work should strive to have at least 13% African-American, you know, uh, people employed. Um, but some people will say, like, that's reverse racism. You're looking out for you're seeking out a black person rather than a white person and that's racist towards the white person. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's what people saw when they saw, um, I can't think of what, what it's called. I know. I, I can't think of the name of it. it um, was... Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I've never heard reverse racism before. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Although they'll say that black lives matter is reverse racism because it's only saying that black lives matter versus. I've heard that sentiment. Yeah. I've never yeah. heard the reverse racism attached to it though. Yeah. I, I think it was a measure. Oh, no, it wasn't a measure. It was, I can't remember. But um, whatever that was that they mm -hmm. proposed, that ideas like that worry me. And it, maybe it was because I read that particular one wrong. Mm -hmm. But like the sentiment behind that, like I think we should all, how do I want to say that? I think that you should hire someone because they're the best fit for the job. Because they're qualifications. Yeah. But like, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't. <laughs> but it should. Yeah. Like that. I feel like instead of striving to break it down and say, okay, we need this percentage, this population, this percentage, this population, like ideally it would be like, okay, this person, regardless of how they look, regardless of their race, their yeah. gender, whatever, can they do the job better than the other applicants? Like that. Yeah. Obviously, like you said, like that's not the reality right now. Yeah. But it should be. Like I worry about. Like, I would never want to be in the is room. Is it affirmative action? I think so. No. No. Yes, no. Affirmative action is no. Is a variation of that. Okay. I, I don't know. think. Oh, God. <laughs> I want to say affirmative action is that they have to have a certain amount of yeah. people as well. Yeah. But that scares me. Like, because then what? We're just hiring. I don't think so. Because it, I, I could see from your perspective. But then also when you say things like that, it's like. Is there, when we say we need to have seven African-American people that work here and you say, okay, but why do they need to be African-American? It's, it's not, it doesn't sound like you're doubting that there is seven qualified African-American people. Oh, no, I'm not doubting No, I know. That. Yeah. I know. But at the same time, if you look at it like that, the people who are hiring are going to say like, oh, but I can't find those qualified people out there. So, but at the same time, you're saying they shouldn't have to because it should just be qualifications, not race, but... I don't know if it was, then there wouldn't, I guess, be the need when they're examining these companies to see that there is no other type of diversity in the system. It shows, I guess, that they aren't naturally looking for it. Because, mm -hmm. like, even if qualifications-wise, like, you could have all the qualifications equal on both sides, and there's still a different perspective for each ethnicity that brings to the table in a company or at a workplace that might not be... That's a good point. Yeah. But is that tied to race? Because what if you had a... If we're looking for diversity, 
And you're going to have to bear with me because yeah. I'm just trying to process this idea <laughs> yeah. now. If we're looking for diversity and we're here, mm-hmm. would it be better to hire a, you know, a black guy from Ridgewood who mm-hmm. lives over there or some white guy from Georgia? Yeah. Like that would seem more diverse to me to get the white guy, not because he's white yeah. or because the other guy's black, but because it's, it's, you're going to get more from that sphere from georgia like i don't know anything about yeah. georgia like well, that like bring... locally huh like locally you're saying if we're just yeah, like, like picking if, people yeah if i was like if i was opening a hot dog stand or something i was like i need to yeah. hire somebody yeah it would be maybe that's that's probably a poor example <laughs> i don't know where i was trying to go with that but but i think it's like i get what you're saying it yeah. just worries me because then it feels like it's no longer the person it's like we're trying to check a box so okay we need three black guys okay, okay we need two mexicans yeah like that but at the same time... I feel like time, that invalidates it. I don't think so because they're not just searching for like two black guys or two Mexicans. They're searching for two very qualified people the same way they would be like But otherwise. still only for your race. But right? not just for their... I mean, they're, you have to... Sure, you have to be black and that then they'll look at you. But at the same time, you have these companies and li- if you wanted 13%, then it's only 13%. Then the rest, the other 87 or 80 whatever percent could be you know, whoever they want to hire once mm-hmm. they have that certain amount met. But at the same time, who knows? Because it didn't get approved in California, so. Yeah, but I think we do, I think the affirmative action thing is still there. Yeah, I feel like there's there's got to be something. I feel like But California at the same to. time, as long as they're going to keep doing the census and, not the census, but as long as race and ethnicity are an option, they're going to keep, like, like I have to mark on every test, you know, what, whatever t- test we take, standardized testing, what race I am. Yeah. Like, why do we do that if it doesn't matter how many people work in the workplace or go to the school? Like, why does the school get extra funding if they have X amount of Hispanic students? That's a good point. So, like... That's a good point. Yeah. I feel like my problem with picking people off race is not so much that, like, we shouldn't be trying to get diversity. It's that we're, like, trying to tackle a problem but looking at the top layer of it. It's like yeah. diversity in these companies isn't the real issue. It's we need to start like why are we factoring in race at all? And the fact that if it wasn't an issue, then it, it wouldn't just be these places that have zero diversity in the world. Well, I think it I think that stems from it at one point in time it was an issue. And then like, so like there's probably not the same opportunities given to the people that want to go into the same thing. So there's not as much of a pool of black, Hispanic, Indian people to choose from because it's just the same people that are given the same yeah you know it definitely i mean it definitely was a problem yeah like i would yeah it's less so now i think we get in that victim mentality where it's like like women can vote now like it's like we're we're there we're progressing but it's still not necessarily like i just i don't know i'm gonna have to like unpack that talking about it i'm like man i wish i had a better argument for or could articulate better why i'm feeling this way yeah i think it's just it worries me because i I feel like we were at one extreme where it was like, okay, it's only white people mm-hmm. in these positions of power. And now we're swaying to, okay. Like, I know that people think right now that, like, and as far, it's kind of hard, like, as a biracial black person seeing that, like, in this time, are people really being put into positions because companies think they're qualified or because they, they're trying to save face and put a person of color in their seat? Absolutely. And, like, um, like if you're looking at Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, like, I can acknowledge that, like, it's great that a woman is going to be vice president and she's black and Indian and all that. But at the same time, it's like, I know that he needed, 
that a vote. woman of color to yeah. carry him into the election. And I know he that's why he chose her. But I guess that just goes with. But it's not saying that 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 we don't need that perspective there and that it's not time for it. Mm -hmm. But it's just part of today, I guess. Yeah, that just. But it's it's also kind of sad that it had to get to this point to where you have to use like your company is, you know, oh, I have people of color. Like, don't worry. I have to let me me put them out here. Let me put them on display. (laughs) You got the token. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. I don't know. I think everyone just so well, you bring up race and mm-hmm. everybody gets so nutted up and uncomfortable. And I think that that is, you know, people are moving off of emotion more than 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 change. I guess yeah. in a weird sense, like yeah. we're not making lasting. I mean, if we wanted to make real impressions, we should be like uplifting this education system in these impoverished areas and like trying to help yeah raise education across so, the board yeah like so maybe oregon is like kind of got it right like obviously they got it together and got some people together and voted on the drug like drugs yeah. thing yeah. in a way to make some like maybe people don't agree with it but they did a big thing and they're trying to like make some big changes versus i feel like with the whole race and ethnicity issue we just kind of go back and forth and is there any way to like legislatively or do something able to do something to like calm it down if we're not gonna do like um we can't think of the word but if we're not gonna have diversity (laughs) hires and like um or or also that also put in like training uh different types of training to be um so you know when you know like uh not racism training but like you know like uh so not discrimination in the workplace type trainings and stuff oh yeah yeah, I'm not a fan of that either. <laughs> it's hard. I yeah. don't know. I just had to go through all of those trainings actually when I got hired at the casino. Like, Did you really? Yeah, having to like not. But at the same time, it's easy to say you don't want it, but or you do when you haven't, I don't know, had to. It's hard, right? Because yeah. for some people, maybe that makes an impact. Yeah. And maybe it does change them. Yeah. But then for a lot of people, it's like, do you really like you? most of us kind of know yeah like if you're gonna be a piece of shit yeah that's what you're doing yeah like it's not it's not a far stretch but i don't know i mean all of that all of that stems from the fact that at one point it was this way yeah and we're also in such a it, that's another point and like traveling and stuff is we're in one part of the thing so maybe it doesn't necessarily like affect us but it these things that are the real issues. The real issues aren't are farther away. So like this summer when they were taking down when protesters were taking down Confederate statues and stuff, and maybe people around here were getting upset. It's like, but that's an issue that's they could they're firsthand upset about it because it's an issue that's happening like there, there versus here. You can that's not your history necessarily, mm-hmm. and yeah, and it's a weird history to sport yeah, off the bat. Exactly. Like they for regardless yeah. of anything else, like they rose up against the country. Yeah. And, and yeah, and so this what? like the summer that was a huge deal. People were so upset. Trump actually People said that he would go to prison for ten years for defacing a statue, and that's like ten years in okay, ten years in prison for touching some rock. Got it. But at the same time, like let's look at what they were put up there for the first place, and that we are people forget like we're democracy, and if people are upset and want to take down a statue, they've been doing it for hundreds of years like and something i didn't know was a lot of those statues were put up in the jim crow era like it was a spite 
It wasn't like, oh, this is our exactly. history. We want to honor these guys. It was like, oh, we're going to stick yeah, it to everybody. Yeah, after the fact, like in the 50s, yeah, 40s Yeah, which I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought those statues have been around yeah. since the Civil War. I thought yeah. they came up. But no. Yeah, that was a weird one. I understood, like, Washington and Abraham Lincoln. Like, I get that. And I get, I mean, I can see the other side. Yeah. But put them in a, put them in a museum. Oh, that's what I said. I said put yeah. them in a museum. I like, I not that I like. Well, like, look at the Holocaust Museum, for example, in New York. Like, that's yeah. not a great thing, but it's also a great a- opportunity to learn. Yeah, yeah, it's important to see those types of things. So I think it no problem putting those in a museum. It's still a part of history, but I just don't... Like, I can see from... I'm, like, I can see from a black person, like, dark-skinned black person living in the South underneath a slave owner, like, statue, that would be very... That would probably be very uncomfortable for me. So I understand the need to, like, people to take it down. Yeah. But I also can see why if you grew up with that, which a lot of people have grown up with that glorified, you know, history and pride, then, like, it would upset you. But that's just another thing where the nation needs to come to this reckoning of, like, where do we draw the line? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. people were pissed. People wouldn't get so angry at the same time if, like, I feel like we're taught, you can talk to anybody about what we're taught in schools, and they'll tell you, like, we're indoctrinated in schools one way or another, but we didn't learn about some of the things that these people did like also and some people that upset some people but at the same time some people did and it doesn't upset them so it's just like where is the line you have nothing else a strong argument could be made that schools need to start teaching kids how to think for mm-hmm. themselves and how to form their own opinion and just yeah. hey here's the information you get to decide yeah how you look at that because there's de- they're definitely indoctrinating these kids one way or the other, yeah. for sure. Yeah. We can both attest to that. But it's, like you said, like, this is a democracy. And if the majority truly gets to decide, they get to decide. Yeah. I don't think we should, you know, just demolish all of them. Because I think it's... No. it's Part of it, history. Yeah. It might not be a great part. We might be ashamed of it. But, like... In order to not repeat mistakes, you have to know what happened. Yeah. And the Holocaust is a great example because, you know, back throughout Europe, like they didn't, they still have um, all of their memorial sites up. Yeah. Like that's, it's not maybe, a celebration. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, hey, you can still yeah. go to these places and you can go to Auschwitz and see what took place. And it's not like, but it's also, you're promoting it. It's, yeah. But it's important that they've probably always like, said that this is not something that this is not a history that yeah, we're proud of yeah, and this is not that. like they learned about it probably in school and like learned that like this is why it's this here is this is what it means thing. yeah versus we weren't necessarily taught that like like so and so our great you know thomas jefferson or whatever was this great president but he also repeatedly like was horrible to his slaves and had many slave children like we don't we just kind of sweep that part under the rug but like not necessarily that doesn't mean that like i guess he wasn't part of the foundational part of everything but that's just another aspect that maybe information they could make available and let us do with it what we want yeah like you gotta know all the facts yeah and you gotta take it with a grain of salt too to some extent because that was a different time like a different time but at the same time humanity is like also like is it is it though like are we Mainly, like, did are, have we changed? Like internally, were we that different? I know the time was different, but like as human beings, were we that different in the? I don't know. Meaning, like, we should have known better. Yes. 
I don't know. I think it's easy to say that. Because in the time, clearly some people did know better because mm-hmm. there was all the, there, there, they knew from the start that, that it wasn't like going to last forever. Yeah. So, but I, I mean, we could go back and forth all the time, no, but yeah. that's part of also what we we're talking about is like, what are you going to have to pay for 20 years down, down the line? Like, are we, are they going to be coming, coming at us about things we've said when like, you know. Or things like we, how we done. handle social media yeah. right now. Are they going to yeah. be pissed that we let kids use these platforms and hurt themselves or a good argument could be made about like the current transgender movement and mm-hmm. how they're, you know, certain organizations are pro letting kids take hormones and mm-hmm. do things to their body, regardless of how you feel about that. Mm-hmm. Like, will we be yeah. held responsible for that in the same kind of way? Yeah. It's hard to, it's hard to look back at history and judge what has happened on what, it, where we are yeah. today. Cause yeah. I mean, we are so much different now than we were 20 years ago or 50 mm-hmm. or 500 and we will be so much more different 20 years in the future or yeah. 50 or 500. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's it's weird because it wasn't that long ago, but, like, we haven't been like this. Mm-hmm. For very long at all. Yeah. No. Like, this is way different. Like, if you went back Well, they thought Y2K the 2000 was going to shut everything down and, like, now we're on a podcast. That was 2012. Right? Yeah, they 2012 was That was end. the wrap. Yeah. Yeah. But now... Now 2021 might be the end. <laughs> I know. Who knows we what's going to happen? We just keep going. That's yeah. another thing about our generation. We seem to like to joke about the end. We're like, when is it? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> tell me now. Like, they say that. We have like a weird yeah. sense of humor where it's all like death and But if you think about it, like I stuff. go on like, these tangents because it's like we did, we were born like around so a weird time. Like then you had 9-11, you had Y2K, you had the recession, you have every, the wars we've been in our, like our entire lives that we didn't even know that we were. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's all this stuff going on. And so we are kind of, probably do have a sixth sense of humor for, for that exact reason. Like it's never really been peaceful or ideal. We just grew up in it. Yeah. We kind of learned all about like the ideal times and idyllic America and how great it is. And we graduate, we're like, what the hell Yeah, now we're pulling on? off the blinders, like, yeah. what is this shit And they're show? like, okay, now you're supposed to get a job, get married, raise a family. And you're like, why would I want to do any of that here, now, in this? Yeah. <laughs> like, the world might not be here tomorrow. Exactly. You want me to go to school you for You want to convince me that I shouldn't just sail the world, like, yeah. on my own. Be a part just of this be corporate. just going to be a TikTok famous, come on. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to live it up while Let I can. Let me just make an OnlyFans, like, I'm confused. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, it's a wild time. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming up. We just did two hours. Oh my gosh. Yeah, wow. we just blew through it. Do you Wait. have normally have people like plug their socials or if they have like an organization or anything they want to give a shout out to? Do you have anything like that? Um, no. Okay. I got my Instagram, that's but that's just me. <laughs> Do you want to put that out there or no? Sure. Okay. Okay. My Instagram's Jocelyn Washington Murphy, and I post all sorts of stuff, kind of like what we've been talking about here. There you go. Okay. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks for doing thank this. You. I have a blast. Thank you for having me. Thanks, guys.